Friday night. And time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, Derby fans, once again, it's Friday night, football night. We're uh, on the road tonight here at May South. Uh, we have Coach Clark up here tonight. Looks like Coach Wietrich's uh, down working some special teams and some stuff with the defense right now. Coach Clark, uh, talk to us a little bit about last week's game against a very good Mays team. Uh, again, just a tremendous ball game. No, it didn't come out the way we wanted it to come out, but looked to us like a lot of good positives come out out of it. Talk to us about all sides of the football. Well, I guess I get to talk about uh, defense a little bit too uh, today um, since Coach Wietrich is not here. Uh, I'll start off with special teams. Um, I thought our special teams played pretty well. Um, like, like I said, our kicker's a little injured, and uh, I think uh, some of his kicks were a little off, but then some of them looked, I mean, fantastic. So uh, he, he did a decent job. Um, I, I talked to Coach DeVore after the game, after we did stats, and, you know, we put so much emphasis on special teams. And if you look at all the kickoffs and their kickoffs and punts and punt, punt returns and all that stuff, we beat uh, Mays by over – it was about 250 yards in the kicking game. And that, that, that is almost, you know, as much as an offense will, will get in a game or something like that. So, um, overall, our kicking game did really well. I thought our kickoff did well. Um, even if we misplaced the ball just a little bit, I thought they tackled well. They run that starburst that we talked about last week. Um, it seemed like we got the ball if, you know, if we weren't pooching or, or something like that. We, we got the ball within, you know, inside the 20 every time when we, when we kicked it deep. Um, we always emphasize to our team about PAT field goals and how important uh, they are, especially in big games. And if you look back at the two games um, that that we have lost, uh, they, they you know it, it came down to one point, and in both times um, it came down to we missed an extra point and the other team didn't. So we need to do a better job on trying to get uh, blocked extra points uh, when there's some points uh, scored on us, and we also need to own in on on blocking and kicking uh, our extra points too. So you know, uh, just just one play. I talked to the whole team about you know if you could get one play back with that with that. Uh, um, you know, change the outcome of the ball game, and and most of the kids, most of the starters said yes. You know, offensive, offensively, defensively, and special teams. So uh, um, we can't take special teams plays off. We got to make sure every play that we're taking is like uh, you know the the most important snap of the game. Uh, defensively. I thought, you know, it played it very good. It's probably one of the most high power offenses we're gonna we're gonna see. Their offensive line was really good. Uh, receiving core, uh, top to bottom, probably the best best receiving core uh, in the state. I mean, they have you know four 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 three speed, um, good hands, good athletes, and put on top of a a quarterback that can sling the ball around. Um, I mean, that that might be an understatement with uh, with him, but. Uh, you know, we're, we started uh, Cade Sheldon at safety. He's never played safety in his life. Uh, we started Easton Splain at safety. He's been getting reps at safety for about four weeks as a sophomore. Um, I, I thought those kids, you, you know, both those guys at safety played 
fairly well uh, for their first start. Um, you know, Cade's coming back from an injury. Uh, we moved Demarie out on probably maybe one of the best best receivers in the whole state, um, and and he did a decent job. Gave up a couple deep passes, but uh, that that kind of was expected because he's done it every game. Everybody's put their best best on him. Um, overall, you know, he, you know. Scoring 51 points in a game, you, you expect to win. They scored 52, but uh, um, they, they just had such an explosive offense that they were hard to contain. And, you know, Avery made a lot of plays with the, with his legs and his arm. Um, but I, I, I saw a lot of good stuff. I, I, I thought we tackled probably the best in that, that game that we have all year. Um, you know, they got some tough guys to bring down. They had a good offensive line. I thought our linebackers played, played fairly well. I thought our defensive line uh, played well. Coach Wietrich and defensive staff really dialed up some uh, some pressures to to get to the quarterback, and there was a lot of times. I mean, we got to the quarterback. It was just uh, you know keeping him contained and not letting him get outside the pocket and running, or you know giving him time to to throw downfield. Overall, you know, I, there's a lot that we can improve on, but I also saw a lot of good stuff uh, from our defense, offensively. Uh, I, I thought we played fairly well. Um, we had a couple wrinkles that, that kind of caught him off guard, and uh, um, we knew Brock was probably going to have a really good good game running, which he did. You know, he broke off that 80-yard touchdown. I think he had uh, close to 200 yards uh, rushing that game, and uh, um, we knew they were going to try to take Dylan away. We knew some plays that we could get Dylan the ball, um, and but but they had a really good defense too, a very aggressive defense. Uh, our offensive line, I saw some some good stuff. We also saw saw a lot of stuff that we need to work on, um, which we did this week. So uh, um, overall, offensively, um, you know, it played pretty well. But if, if you look back at the game, and we're going into half, and I think we're getting ready to score. They haven't really stopped us yet. Uh, we had one turnover, um, uh, you know, with our snap uh, low on that first play of the game, turn the ball over, they score. Okay, and then uh, they eventually they drive the field and score on a skin. So they've 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 got 14 points. We're going in to make it 41-14, uh, and I I'm pretty confident we're going to score. And uh, we 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 get third and third and about eight or nine and a little bit long and kind of kind of press the ball and uh, throw an interception. They have a big return, and instead of us going you know 41 to 14. Uh, with with one t- turnover that gave them a touchdown, you know, which should have been seven. They got they really got you know seven points off a, a non turnover. Uh, they go into score. So instead of being a you know four touchdown ball game, it becomes a two touchdown ball game going into halftime, which was huge. And if you look back, that first half off of turnovers, two turnovers two touchdowns you know if we can eliminate those mistakes the the snap and and you know the the interception the tip ball uh get getting that defensive lineman's hand hand down uh so he can't tip the ball um i mean the the, the ball game is almost out of hand you know we start running clock we start doing that um we felt offensively we can move the ball at will um a couple other times in the second half we got some penalties uh we got ourselves pushed back uh which which just kind of kept us from from going. I think we punted one time with and two turnovers. So um, I I thought overall uh, there, there's a lot of little things that we can do to correct. And uh, it, I think we're a much better ball team than what you. 
the the score indicated uh, uh you know last, last game so so i'm excited we had a great week of practice this week the kids you know we talked after the game um you know we're going to get better if we can continue to get better you know maze is a good ball team we're going to we're down the road in the playoffs we'll probably see some teams very similar to them um in, in skill level and, and aggressiveness but uh if we can continue to get better and stay healthy you know this this team this team has a chance you know coach uh uh, you know, you talked about your offense, defense, special teams, the game pretty much. Uh, but talk a little bit. I, I know your players, they get out and do community service. Uh, I've, I've seen them, pictures in the paper, you know, visiting schools and stuff. So talk a little bit about the community service that the uh, players do. Well, uh, first first of all, we have a, a culture program that we started, which is called the One Degree Compass. And uh, the, the four elements of the One Degree Compass is accountability, uh, character, energy, and service. And service is, is one of the main pillars that we really try to teach our kids on, you know, uh, that we, we are so blessed. I'm so blessed to coach in a community like Derby. They are so blessed to, to be raised in a community like Derby. I, I don't think there, I know for a fact, there is not a better community in the state of Kansas than, than Derby, Kansas. And, and our job, we always talk about it is our job is to, to serve serve derby derby has given us so many opportunities uh they make football fun uh they 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 make friday nights just just amazing so it's our job to serve them it one to serve them on the field to give them something proud to to want to watch on friday night so so we got to work our tails off in the off season we got to work our tails off in practice and the weight room and everything like that to serve our community to make them proud because that's that's where ball games are won and the other element is serving pe- uh serving people that um that have no direct impact in on our lives and to teach kids to uh, to serve others, no, no matter what. And uh, we, we've done so much. There's there's so many people that we've helped uh, move into houses that have moved to the community, maybe elderly, uh, maybe moved them out of a house that, that they, they can't afford somebody to, you know, they obviously they can't move because um, they, they just don't know too many people or don't, you know, don't don't have the people that, that can move all the heavy stuff. Um, we've, you know, uh, this year we, we helped build a, a senior living garden out there at Public works um did that we've our big uh community service project this year was mrs bohati wanted to give back to uh um give back to all the staff at at, uh derby you know if, if if you think about uh usd 260 it's the biggest employer in derby i mean there there is hundreds if not a thousand plus uh employees uh that work for usd 260 and she wanted to show that they they were appreciated so she wanted to put on a big big party for them uh back to school party and uh to to host you know a thousand staff members of usd 260 plus their family members husbands children and all that stuff i mean you're, you're talking thousands of people and that takes a lot of manpower and uh what what we did was we hosted at panther stadium uh, right before school started and also at rock river rapids and that takes a lot of coordination and it takes a lot of volunteers and uh we had 
Um, I think we had about 120 kids volunteer for that, and we had about 80 parents. So we had over 200 volunteers uh, that volunteered for that night. And, and that's just not showing up uh, from 6 to 9.30 when, when that thing gets started. It, it was it, – we started in December. We had meetings. We had, you know, we had to delegate everything. We had to get, you know, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. A lot of coordination that went to it. And then also it was set up and tear down. You know, we, we were there right when everything was getting set up in the morning and we were there till the end when we were cleaning up and throwing the last bit of trash trash out so uh um, that was almost a full day of uh, of service but our kids do countless i mean we've moved pianos we've we've helped the historical historical uh society here or the um the the place up there by by the middle school um just just move heavy stuff our kids are always getting asked to to do stuff and um you know and that that goes and and just that's not even the stuff that I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll get an email um, every once in a while from, from somebody and say, hey, you know, your, your kids are awesome. They helped me do this or do that. And I had no clue that they were doing that. But but that's kind of what we want. That That's what we want to teach the kids to, to serve others, even though that does not have a direct impact on you. But ultimately what it does, it makes you really feel good once that once that job's done. And, and the kids are learning that in our program. And that's a big part of our, our culture program. Well, Coach, I'd just like to comment on, on your answer answer there uh, uh it's very impressive you know it, it, it's great to hear these young people get out in in the public and serve the public they are actually not serving they're giving back so it's very impressive hearing that answer well, i got i got to piggyback on that i know i talked to a lot of the kids and again a big tribute to you because a lot of them talk the first thing that that you hear out of them is how much giving back and doing the things that you teach them about life is important to them Coach Clark, uh, we're week seven. I know, uh, you know, our JV and and freshmen, uh, that's our future. Talk to us a little bit uh, about how they're progressing right now. Right now, uh, um, our our freshmen and JV are undefeated, which are good. Um, you know, going all the way down to, to middle school, they're, they're doing pretty good, too. I'm pretty excited about about some of those groups coming up. Uh, um, once once they they get together, once they get to the to the high school and we combine schools, it's it's going to be pretty special with those two classes, seventh uh, and eighth grade. Um, but our freshmen, uh, very talented class. We've been looking forward to this freshman class. Um, this freshman class actually has a lot of you know second, third, fourth generation Derby guys. Um, it, it's pretty cool. I know a lot of the fathers and the mothers and and all that. It's it's really cool to to see these guys come up and be successful. Uh, um, we've, we've got some size in the freshman class. We've got a ton of athletes in the freshman class. Probably got about 50 kids out. We're not too many kids besides like Dalton Hornback are going both ways. We got a couple freshmen playing JV, uh, varsity like Max. And, uh, um, we, we've got, a, a Rowan Foster playing JV. He's not even playing freshman, but, uh, um, we just had probably, we, we played the only other undefeated team, uh, freshman wise, which was Mays. And, uh, I think we beat him like 30 six to six and uh you know we had our twos in by the by the fourth quarter and uh, uh coach cunningham has done a phenomenal job with them coach zika calling plays coach tolis uh calling plays on on defense uh it was really fun because all they heard about was how good of a freshman class Mays had and uh 
um, we, we told him the last class, and one, one of the only losses probably for our freshmen in the last uh, 10 or 12 years has, has been to Mays. And that was four years ago when, when Avery played varsity uh, uh, for Mays and he came back down and suited up freshmen and played that full game. And uh, um, we told the kids about, you know, when we were at Mays and they beat us barely, you know, even with the varsity player, you know, uh, slinging it at quarterback. Um, they beat us barely and they remember them going, uh, the seniors remember them going, ringing the bell af- after that game and just making it like their Super Bowl. So, um, after that game, our kids are pretty excited, and uh, I saw a couple of them uh, race towards the bell to want to go ring it. It was pretty funny, but but obviously they they didn't. But uh, um, I'm proud of this freshman class. We have two more games left against May South and, and Newton, and then it's going to be scout team and getting better for for the next year because I, I think next year we're going to have uh, quite a few few sophomores, you know, in the one or two deep level uh, uh, play for us next year because they are so talented. And JV-wise, our JV is doing uh, phenomenal. You know, Coach Foster does such a good job uh, calling plays, and Coach Haynes calls calls plays on defense. Coach Hendricks, the the head coach, special teams guy for the JV, and uh, they they haven't had a close game yet either. Usually it's run o'clock in the second half. They they easily beat beat Mays also. So, uh, you know, our our younger programs, our, our, our feeder programs, to the varsity level are doing a really good job and you know they're going off of a lot of stuff uh um you know they're they're running you know our jv are running scout team most of the time during the week they're not getting the reps that the varsity guys get but what they're doing is they're getting the reps against our number one offense or number one defense which is ultimately making them better so uh really excited about our 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 junior varsity level and our freshman level and uh, uh the future it does look look pretty bright well, Coach, again, we're at May South tonight. Uh, talk to us about all phases of this game, uh, what we expect out of uh, May South. Well, they've got a really good kicker um, uh, on special teams. You know, he, he's put the ball in. I think Coach DeVore says 17 out of 22 times on kickoffs. Uh, he, he pushes the ball really high. Uh, we're, we're, we're excited. We're hoping he, uh, he kicks the ball deep and maybe doesn't kick it all the way in the end zone and we get a chance to return something. Uh, their special teams are, are pretty decent, pretty pretty well coached. Uh, they got their starting running back at, at returner, um, who just wants to run people over. So uh, we, I mean, we got our hands full. Uh, offensively, their defense, they, they've been uh, mainly a 3-4 team, which a lot that, that we run, that, that we see every day in practice when we go, you know, ones versus ones um, that we saw all in preseason. They've, they've got a little undersized offensive line compared to what, to what, what we've seen the last couple couple weeks or this this whole season. They've got some linebackers that flow around. they got some younger guys, uh, both on the D-line and in the secondary, that, that are very skilled athletes. But, but they're also freshmen and sophomores, you know, too. But May South is going to be really good here, here in a couple years. They've got so many young guys playing on, on defense. Uh, defensively for us versus their offense, um, they, they have – you know, there, there's been times they have thrown the ball 50 or 60 times, and and right now that's something that we have really put an emphasis on in practice, especially against Mays last week. We knew they were going to throw the ball around to have success. They were going to have to throw the ball, um, but uh, um, they they throw the ball around more than any time any team we've seen. So uh, um, we've really put an emphasis on that. We've got to get to the quarterback, but the quarterback's a really good athlete. He's only a sophomore. He can sling it. He gets rid of the ball really quick. Um, he knows knows that he's got to get rid of the ball or that people are going to get to him. So, uh, I mean, they've got a lot of short game stuff, 
but if we give them time in the pocket, they've got a lot of dangerous weapons. They've got a really uh, good couple of receivers, but they run a lot of good like uh, switch routes and you know scissor routes that that are really hard to to defend. But what it, what it boils down to is communications with our with our secondary, and uh, you know there's going to be times where we're going to ask our linebackers that they have to you know draw back in coverage and carry a guy you know all the way down the field. So uh, we got our hands full. They they put up a lot of points. They scored 26 on Mays. They they scored a lot of points on other teams too. So uh, um, I I would say out of all three phases, their their offense is probably the the best phase that they have. Well, Coach, uh, team health, how is it going? Uh, hopefully, we're in good shape. Didn't look like after the Mays game that we had a lot of guys come off hurt or anything. So how are we team team wise? You know that that, that is true. We we we've got some guys banged up, but you know playing playing two flex bone teams in a row, then playing Mays who who's got giants out there, big kids, very physical team. I thought we held our own. You know, I I thought we started playing really physical too against Mays, which in return you know limits the injuries. You know, when when you start getting dominated and you know the the other team that that you're going against is more physical than you, that's that's kind of when you start getting the injuries. But uh, uh, we've got a couple sprained ankles that the kids are fighting off we've got a couple you know tight groins and uh um gavin Fonestill broke his foot uh you know he was he was uh probably gonna start uh possibly against Mays, but broke his foot in the jv game the the week before um so he's he's gonna be out for a couple more weeks um uh, we, we've got some nicked up guys, you know, uh, we got V Hill still, you know, he tried to come back this week and, and he was just, it's, he's got that hip flexor strain that, that he's just got to, you know, time's going to heal it. That's, that's all that's going to heal. But, uh, um, besides some, some guys just a little banged up, you know, but, but toughen it out. We're, uh, I feel like we're pretty healthy. Coach as always. Good luck tonight. Tender care offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416 tendercare located at 219 south water street in derby a proud sponsor of a live 105 and derby panther football kdkq lp derby wichita 105.9 fm and worldwide at alive 105 kdkq.com Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Friday Night Panther Football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tendercare Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, Elma Gay Mexican Restaurant, Radio Shack of Derby, The Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DMB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, John Mendoza Photography, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, and La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. And now, here's the Alive 105.9 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and along with Kevin Payne, we're out here at Mays South, where your Panthers, your four and two Panthers, are taking on the three and three Mays South Mavericks. Uh, it's going to be should be a good night for football. There's a little bit of wind, but uh, you know, I think other than that, it should be a good night. Well, Doyle, it's 77 degrees tonight. 
Great night for football. You know, all day long, we had, I think, a red flag warning for winds that were supposed to be 30, 35 miles an hour, gusting even higher. And, you know, we're sitting here now, and it said that that warning goes away at 7 o'clock. As I look down at the flag, it's pretty limp right now. And they're saying the winds are out of the south, southwest at about 12. But right now, the winds have really died down, so that's good. They absolutely have. I remember I remember walking around my house today, and my wife looks at me real serious and goes, what's a red flag warning? And I said, I don't know. So you, you explained it. <laughs> it. It is a high wind warning. Well, and again, and really here now they're talking about because of the of the no rain. We haven't, we haven't had rain forever and the humidity levels and all that. They were really wor- worried about wildfires, but luckily we're uh, out of that. No, we play uh, May South tonight. These guys returned 10 starters, seven on offense, three on defense. Last week, May South lost to Goddard 33 to 14. In that loss, May South had 222 yards. Doyle just 56 on the ground, 166 in the air. Yeah, that uh, that, that just tells you something about the defense. I guess they played uh, last week because, my goodness, the week before that, they put almost 500 up against Mays. So, you know, we know they can put we, – we know that they can put yardage up, but evidently – Goddard's got a pretty good defense. Well, and again, last week they allowed 425 yards to Goddard, 347 on the ground, 78 in the air. If they can't control Dylan Edwards, it's going to be a long night for May South. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm sure they're going to come up with uh, their defense anyway, is going to come up with one, maybe two spies to keep an eye on Dylan. But, uh, you know, they're going to have to, you know, really – Really, they're like you said, I guess they're going to have to do a little bit better than that to uh, uh, hang in there. A quarterback, Tate McNew, 6'1", 175, Doyle, just a sophomore. This kid threw the ball last week, 16 for 33. And Coach Clark, you know, he talked about it just a little bit ago in his pregame. He goes, these guys, he goes, don't be shocked to see him throw the ball 40 times tonight. He said, this kid's going to throw the ball. That's their game, their ammo. They're going to try and hit their receivers. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes earlier today. You and I were talking about, well, the wind may stop him a little bit. But as we said, it seems like the wind slowed down quite a bit. Well, I know, I know as, as far as your numbers throwing the football against Mays, he threw it 62 times. And, you know, that's wow. You just don't see that at a high school level. No, Braxton Bigley, a 5'10", 210-pounder, he's the guy that we expect to get most of the carries for May South, Coach Clark talked about him. He says, you know, he's a hard-nosed runner, probably not anything like Evan Cantu was last year for him. But he said, you know, this is a May South team that, that you know, it would make their season to knock off Derby. So, you know, they're coming into tonight's ball game ready for a little spite over last year. I think we went to a running clock very early. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, we, we come over, over here. We played here last year, and uh, we kind of had our way with them. But, uh, you know, tonight's a new year, a new season. and. Uh, you know, I'm sure Mays is ready for us. We'll have we'll have to figure out, uh, you know, what they're going to do. But uh, you know, it's no big deal. We'll we'll figure them out. We've got our starting lineup for tonight's ball game. We're about three minutes away from the start of tonight's game, so let's just get our starting offense out. You know, to you guys. We'll start like we always do. With the offensive line, one tackle, freshman Max Robinson, 6'2", 250. The other tackle, senior Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 240. One guard, senior Wyatt Jackson, 6'2", 250. The other guard is senior Kenai 
in Dallasio. He's 5'8", 215. Your center is senior Austin Ediger, 6'1", 270 pounds. Wide receiver, junior Colton Rudy, 6'175". Senior Nathaniel Keener, 5'10", 170. And senior Trayvon Rose, 5'10", 180. The fourth receiver is senior Caleb Brown at 6'2", 185. And also see in action at that position is sophomore Deshaun Brame, 6'6", 225. Quarterback, senior Brock Zerger, 6'185". Running back is senior Dylan Edwards, 5'9", 165. And along with Dylan, we'll see junior Derek Hubbard, 5'8", 165. Your specialist, your kicker is Grady Joseph. Holder is Braxton Clark. Long snapper, Cade Shelton, and the punter is Camden Cooper. On the defensive side of the ball, on the defensive line, junior Mason Hopper, 5'10", 190. Senior LaShawn Davis, 6'4", 248. And senior Samuel Same at 6'5", 215. Your outside linebackers are senior Roman Bowden, 6'1", 190. Senior Garrett Hounchel, 6'1", 180. Inside linebackers, senior DJ Spring at 5'11", 185, and senior Miles Wash at 5'11", 215. Quarterbacks, junior Damare Baker, 6'1", 180, and senior Kamari Geddes, 5'7", 150. Your safeties, sophomore Easton Splane, 5'11", 170, and senior Cade Sheldon, 6'2", 200. Those are your starting lineups as we have them. Both teams are out for the coin toss now. Everybody's got the green pants on with white shirts, so white helmets. Uh, Bay South has black pants, gold shirts, and black helmets. Well, Derby looks pretty slick tonight. I I, uh, I like the all-white personally, but they look pretty good with the green pants and, and the white jerseys, white helmets. Uh, so, you know, they're, I don't know, they got about 800 uniform combinations, so this might be number five or six on the list. Well, and again, I, I agree with you. The color combination is really nice tonight. And, uh, it really, it's kind of those throwback pants, but the white jerseys with the white helmets. So both teams out for the opening toss right now. Again, the wind really should not play a factor in tonight's ball game. Earlier, earlier we'd both said it would have played a factor. Well, it looks like Mays has won the toss, uh, and they have. They're going to defer to the second half, so it looks like the Panthers are going to get the football to start the game. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm talking about their uniform combinations. What what people listening need to realize, most of these uniform combinations are bought with fundraise, fundraised money. It's, it's not, you know, the school district doing this. I guess the school district gives them a, a pair of pants and a couple of jerseys, and uh, the rest of these combinations they've done just by their hard work in the summer the off season and they've been able to buy these. So that's, you know, we kid them about all their combinations, but uh, they've earned every one of them. So we're, we're ready to go. The teams Panthers are on the sideline. They're in their sideline huddle. Mays is breaking their huddle and uh, they're getting ready to kick off. Well, Doyle, I think, I think Derby has a lot of, a lot of frustration from last week. Again, a very tough game against the Mays team that was decided by one point as has the last three times with them. And I, I guarantee you, they've got a few things they want to prove before we get ready. We've got two, one more game after this before playoffs, so Derby has to be firing on all cylinders. Well, Sam Parks is going to be kicking off to the Panthers. 
The Panthers will be on the south, defending the south goal, and, and it, it's Edwards and Hubbard back. But, you know, I kind of doubt they'll see the ball, but we'll we'll see. Again, well, Parks will be kicking off. Well, we've heard the young man has a heck of a leg, so let's see what he does. And here he goes. And it's up, and it's going to be in the end zone. About halfway, about five, six yards deep, so Panthers are going to take it. On their own 20, first and 10 yards to go. No time off the clock, obviously, because the ball never saw the ground. Yeah, the playing Adola, Like we said, last year Dylan Edwards ran all over this Mavericks team. So we'll see what uh, what May South has to answer the Dylan Edwards show tonight. Well, we've got Edwards in the backfield with Zerger. Rudy, Keener are the wide receivers. Looks like Rose to the far side. First and 10 Panthers, a little bit of a high snap. They give it to Edwards. He's going to get 10 yards on his first carry of the night, so it's uh, going to be first and 10 for about 31. Well, not anything real fancy that time. It was just off-tackle play. You know, you, you just feel like all the time Dylan's just one step away. Panthers are in a hurry-up offense. Again, just a quick pass to Rudy, caught. And he hits one of the players, spins off, and picks up, gosh, it looks like eight or nine on first down. Yeah, it's good to see Coach Clark. I mean, he's been versatile starting the game. Picks up 10 yards on play one, nine yards on play two. Second and one from the 39 of the Panthers. A little bit of a fumble. Zerger pulls it, pulls it down. We're going to have a penalty on the play. It's probably going to be against the Panthers. That Zerger would have gotten a first down, but I think uh, the penalty will be against the Panthers. Yeah, they threw the flag right by our offensive lineman, and Doyle, really, I don't know that that was the design play for Zerger to keep the ball, but he had no real option because the snap was uh, high, and he's having trouble getting it. Yeah, we've got a we've got a an injury that's necessitated uh, a different guy at center and right guard. And uh, that's what happens. You get one guy hurt, and then you got to move two or three around. So anyway, it's going to be second and eight. They give it out to Edwards. He gets to the outside, and he's going to, yeah, he's going to be short of the first down, but he's going to be close. Yeah, he hit the corner very quickly and picked up a lot of your. Well, I guess he did. He ran out of bounds quicker than I thought, but again, picked up pretty good yards. Yeah, he, he ran out of bounds after only a couple of yards. It looked like he got almost out to the 40. But anyway, third down and long for the Panthers. Zerger on a keeper, and he's going to get knocked down after a yard or two. Looked like he had a looked like he had a nice little lane to run through, but they closed her up. It's now fourth down. I'm waiting to see. I don't think Coach Clark's going to punt here. He's going for it, so an early gamble by the Panthers. Be fourth and four. I think maybe they might be trying to draw him off. I can't. I can't imagine Coach doing it. But yeah, you know, I don't even see the putt team acting like they're ready. But early in the game, we'll see. A lot of time left on the play clock. Oh yeah. Zerger is the quarterback, and they're really not trying. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to burn a timeout. They're, they're going to either sure. burn a timeout or take a five-yard penalty because. <laughs> That's going to be that's going to be a victory for Mays uh, getting Derby out. But you know we had that ha that penalty, and uh, that you know from the, from a second and one to a second and nine or ten. So going to be fourth down Panthers. They're going to punt. Well, they, it looked well. They took a penalty. 
because they moved the ball back to the 30-yard line, so they did not call timeout. Looks like Cooper. Cooper is in to punt. He's standing on about his 15. We'll see what this snap. Good snap. Nice, nice punt by Cooper. Takes a Panther bounce. It's going to be inside the 20 and go out of bounds at about the 17. Good punt by Camden Cooper, and uh, that's going to pin uh, May South deep. Well, deep uh, very nice punt. Took a, a really nice Panther bounce to get back here. Good call by the coaches. I think anytime you can try and draw a team off and get that cheap five and pick up a first down, why not? Really, the five-yard penalty doesn't hurt you that much. Not not in this case, it didn't. He, he got the ball. I think they've got it marked on the – yes, on the 17. First and 10, Mays' first possession, no score in the ball game. Panthers went – had to punt on their first possession. And it's straight up the middle. It's going to be a big gain on first down, almost 10. He's going to pick up about nine and not anything real fancy. There was a straight-ahead dive play. Caught the Panthers off guard. Going to be second one, second less than one. Mays has two wide receivers to each. Now one of them, the slot, is in motion to the near side. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Big gain out to about the 35 or 36. So two plays by Mays. Mays South has given them 15, 18 yards on the Panthers. Well, I know that's one of the things Coach Wiedrich's wanting to. He'd love the opportunity to pull those guys over and say, hey, we got to make these adjustments. But we knew Mays South would come in here slinging the ball tonight. Yeah. Anytime you throw a couple of weeks ago, you throw 62 passes. You got to figure that's what's going to happen. Anyway, Panthers. First and 10 from the 35, no score. Panthers showing blitz. And they knocked the runner down. I don't know if he's going to get any progress or not, but it didn't look like he would have. No, I think they're going to call it no progress. And Doyle, that was the same play that they picked up nine on first play of the game. So Panthers read that one very well. Looked like Garrett Hounsell on the stop for the Panthers. He's one of our linebackers, one of our outside linebackers. So it's going to be second and 10 for Mays from their own 35. 8.20 to go in the first quarter. Again, no score. And back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat, and it's overthrown. He might have been able to pick up some yardage there. We had a couple guys heading that way, but they were a little bit late. Well, and again, we had a lot of pressure on the quarterback, too, which makes a difference. Makes you have to hurry up the throw, and uh, he was well off target. So now it's uh, third down and about, oh, I'm going to say a football length short of 10 yards, just over the 35. They have to get to the 40 for a first down. No score. First quarter. Back to pass. Got a man in the open, and he overthrew him again. They had two receivers in the same area, and both our backs went after one. Yeah, we had six guys uh Back in, that was seven guys, I'm sorry, back in pass protection that time. So, you know, Panthers knew what coming in, what they're looking at with this May South team. It's going to bring up a punting situation for May South. And it looks like back back to punt is uh, Braxton Bigley. 
and he is a running back. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta give him a little respect. Big kid. Fourth down and 10, no score in the ball game. A little bit of a high snap, but he handled and got a good leg into it. Edwards on the 32. We got a penalty marker down early. So I don't know that it's going to matter where he ends up. We've got a penalty marker at about the 48. Well, you know, you know it was something they saw because there's two flags there, right in the same vicinity. So both guys saw the same penalty, and I'm with you. It's, it usually is not going to bode well for the Panthers. With, you know, with, with that penalty, so instead of being in May's territory, we're going to be in our territory. We're holding. So, you know, I – Sometimes I wonder if, well, that's our second holding call. And uh, it's, well, one, one when we had the ball last time and this one on the return, not saying it wasn't holding. I'm no, just, and that one, you, like I said, you had two flags came at the same time. Yeah. So that one you figure has got to be pretty blatant. Yep, got to be a pretty good call. Yeah, you look across May's South's defensive front, and guys aren't very big. They're They're quick. And they're physical. Panthers have it first and 10 either way from the 38-yard line. They're 38 with eight minutes exactly left in the first quarter. No score. Panthers second possession. And it looks like Zerger, he breaks out and gets to the far side. It's a foot race to the end zone. I think Zerger's going to win the race. <laughs> and that was just a touchdown Panthers. Doyle, an incredible read by Brock Zerger cutting back against the grain. It was an old option play. and. You know, he kind of faked Edwards, and then it looked like, you know, he's going to pick up five or six, and all of a sudden he was shot out of a cannon. We saw it last week. Brock Zerger's got speed. Yeah, and the touchdown he ran, the long one he ran last week against Mays, he also cut a, cut back against the grain, and that's what he did there, and it just opened the lane for him, and away he went. 6-0 with the, the all-important extra point to follow. Pretty good snap. And the extra point is good. So with 13 seconds off, so one play, 13 seconds, Panthers take a 7-0 lead. And, you know, I, I think throughout throughout the game tonight, we'll be talking about those points. Right now, tonight's radio broadcast of Panther Football and Live 105.9. KDKQ is sponsored by these great derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Hyde Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants, and DNM Mechanical. We thank these businesses for sponsoring this broadcast because it goes without saying without these guys we can't bring you these exciting panther football games you know Doyle, last week when we played Mays, we talked a lot about brock zerger having a good night there's no one in the state that's going to play derby and not key on dylan edwards so that opens up a guy like zerger and i i think we also talked all season long about zerger's speed and and i don't know that you believed it i don't know that i believed he was as fast as he was till we saw him last week and you know, this last touchdown he running the May South defender had the angle on him, and I thought, eh, we'll see. But Brock was able to uh, outrun all of them. Yeah, he breaks that line of that initial line of attack, and boy, it seems like he goes into another gear, and he's very fast. And the kick is up, 
and it's going to be into the end zone, and Mays will have it on the 20. You know, that's called, uh, you know, really, he could have caught that ball if he wanted to. It uh, hit right about the goal line. Those are those ones that, you know, maybe you look up and you go, man, I have seen this cover team for Derby. I think I'll just take it on the 20. <laughs> yeah, it, it's better for me just to let it go and take it on the 20. All right, first and 10 from the 20. May shows a little bit, and then they hand it off on a misdirection. Panthers played it really pretty good. They picked up one, maybe two on first down. Yeah, that time Panthers weren't fooled at all by a little bit of deception by May South. Oh, these guys, I mean, you know, it, it's no secret when you watch game film, you look and you go, okay, what have other teams had success doing against the Panthers? You try to replicate it, but you know, our coaching staff is so good at making adjustments, and they're not dumb. I mean, they know it. They, they know going into it that, Hey, what, what's everyone going to try and do against this? And they've made those adjustments. So it gave him a yard and a half on first down. So it's second and eight back to pass. The man out in the flat and it's caught. It is caught. It's unbelievably caught. That was well, a we, great catch. Again, we had really good pass coverage, but you got to turn around. And, yeah. and that was just another case that, May South wanted the football more than our guy did, so you just got to learn when to turn around. We were right with the receiver. That was a great catch, though. I mean, it, the, the guy made a, a good play on it. So they give it on a handoff, picks up a couple on first down. Panthers lead 7-0 with 6.40 left. Well, those are very coachable things. It's one thing to look up and go, yeah, my corner's getting beat on every play by 10 yards. Not the case. Really, even last week against Avery Johnson, most of the time we were in the vicinity, but, you you know, you just got to get a feel for it, know when to turn. Sammy Dressy was the re re receiver on the last pass play. He's kind of their best receiver, at least his status. And he caught another one right in front of our guy. I mean, it's right in front of it. It's going to be, I don't know, I think it's going to be good enough for a first down. So Mays is moving the ball really, I mean, no problem. <laughs> Passing the ball. They're, they're, well, what I'm going to tell you is, you know, we were kind of happy to think, oh, gosh, we don't have to face Avery Johnson again. He's gone. This young man's a sophomore. Yes. And he's, he's slinging the football right now. So it's going to be first and 10. They're inside Panther territory. It about didn't take them very long to get there. From their 20, they're all the way down to the Panther 38. First and 10. Again, quick pass to the screen pass. Panthers played it. And I think they're still going to pick up a yard or two. First guy missed it. Next two finished it off. Well, and the first guy missed it, and it caused the receiver to kind of move around. And we had two more Panthers on the spot. So pick up of a, about a yard and a half. We'll take that. Going to be second down, eight and a half. 5.40 to go here in the first quarter. Panthers lead 7-0. This is May's second, second possession. Panthers have had it twice as well. Mays has wideouts to both sides and a guy in the slot to the near side. And again, they hand it off. He breaks a tackle at the line of scrimmage. One of our guys missed. And uh, that's going to be third and five. And this is what I would call four down territory. Oh, I have no doubt. I think you're in, in four down territory here. And really, Mays South had pretty good luck uh, moving the ball so far. Again, uh, quarterback is Tate McNew. 
And uh, again, like you said, he's a sophomore and he's pitching it all over the pitching it all over the field so far. Seven zero Panthers. You normally don't see high school quarterbacks on the ball thirty or forty times a game. Motion to this side, back to pass. Got a man up, Dressy. And you know what? That's another case of of our of our uh, cover guy not even turning around to look for the ball. Well, and again, you got to give their receiver credit. He went up high for the football, comes down with it. You know, you, again, you got to get over to the to the sideline and have coach go, "Hey, you're there." You got to turn and knock the ball down because he just went up higher for it than our uh, defensive back uh, did on the play. Well, they're down right around the 10 or 11 yard line. And, you know, you could see it. You knew exactly where McNew was going. And, uh, geez, we got to, we got to, you know, we got to get to the bench and figure that out. Again, they give it on a run. Somebody lost a helmet for the Panthers. So he'll have to go out for a play. Looks like Miles Wash. Yeah, that's a guy you don't want out for a play when you're down here in the red zone. But, you know, Doyle, I think this May South team, unlike most teams, they're they're using the pat the, the run just to set up the pass because that's yeah. obviously where they feel the most comfortable. Well, that, from what we've seen so far, this drive especially, uh, you know, it's 70 yards right now. Second down and about eight. I suspect we'll put the ball up in the air. Again, Dressy goes in motion. Panthers picking, and we got a penalty marker. I'm not sure who it's on. Well, you'd think from where that was called, it's either an illegal shift or something because it came from the back judge, and uh, we'll see. But it looks like they're going to back May South up. We'll see what the call is. False start on May, so that moves it back just five. It'll make it, uh, yeah, second and 13. Four minutes left in the first quarter. Again, Panthers lead right now 7-0. Now, this, again, another quarterback that we're going to have to get a little bit of pressure on. Yeah, because he has has not had any so far. He's had lots of time to – and he's going back to pass. Got a man in the end zone. Looks like it was intercepted, but they're going to call a – Pass interference. Yeah, it was intercepted, but I think it, there was probably a little bumping going on out there. And probably not a bad call. I hate to, you know, yeah, you want the interception, but it looks like we did bump them, so we'll see. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be inter- pass interference. The flag was late. It was thrown by the back judge. Uh, the Panthers intercepted it, but you know they they just don't seem to have luck in that kind of in that situation. No, and we again he threw it. <laughs> This kid has a lot of confidence because he threw into double coverage. And I just saw right at the last second, it did look like a Panther pushed him. And uh, maybe that's why we intercepted it, too. Well, I don't know about all that. I just know it it hurt him a little bit. It's still second. They The penalty was half the distance. Again, they give it to the tailback. Panthers, oh, stacked him. Oh, my goodness. Panthers hit him four times, and he still bounced off and scored. Yeah, we hit hit him in the backfield, and then he kind of spun out. We hit him another couple times, and unfortunately, he ends up standing in the end zone uh, with no Panthers uh, around him. Yeah, he he was hit four times, and they were all solid hits. We just bounced off, and and, the guy goes in and scores. So it's now 7-6 to with 3.40 to go. That was was a great drive for Mays. I I don't know if I can say – and the extra point was good. I don't know if I can say it was a it was a great defensive stand by the Panthers. 
but they, they've got time to go fix figure that out. And again, you know, a couple of those passes. I mean, obviously this kid has a heck of an arm. He's got some receivers that can catch the ball, but you know, you got to get over there and regroup. And, you know, I still stand with, if, as long as I got a D back in the vicinity close, I can work on the other stuff. And we had guys there. We do have to get a little more pressure on, uh, on the quarterback, but, uh, I have uh, confidence that uh, Coach Wietrich will get this group together. Yeah, and that that uh, that last touchdown, guys. I mean, that we had four guys hit, hit him solid, and they just bounced. They didn't wrap up, and he just keeps bounced, keeps his legs moving into the end zone. He goes. He probably should have been tackled for no gain, and he goes in for a touchdown. So Panthers are back deep, and it looks like uh, still kicking off is Parks, Sam Parks. And he had a, showed a pretty good leg last time. And this will be a pretty good leg. It's going to go into the end zone. Panthers will have it on their 20. Game tied, 342 to go. And, uh, you know, this, this, I don't know, Panthers need to correct some things defensively. Well, and no, they will. No doubt. Offensively, we really haven't had to do a whole lot. I mean, you know, Dylan's had a couple nice runs and then of course, Zerger had the long touchdown run. So see how our offense comes out this series. But, again, I think most of the defensive mistakes are very correctable. Panthers will have it on the 20. Again, the game is now tied. Mays went 80 yards on mostly pass plays. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to get those things corrected. Yeah, as we said, most teams kind of – it's like, hey, you know, we got to loosen them up and so our run game works. And Mays South just the opposite. Yeah. But win a run here and there so that it keeps them honest. First and 10. Zerger in the backfield. A little bit of a high snap. And it looks like Edwards picks up three, maybe four on first down, just between the tackles. As we said, there isn't anyone, any team around that's not going to keep two or three hats on, on Dylan Edwards. It'll be second and just, yeah, just a long five, short six for the Panthers. Again, Zerger, gonna, I think he's going to get a first down on the play. Yeah, and again, just a nice read by Zerger. Is, it's just an old option play, and I, half the team follows Dylan Edwards out. Zerger has the presence cut up inside and pick up the first. Three minutes left. Game tied at seven. Panthers on offense. Trips to the far side, single wide out near side. A little bit of a high snap again, Edwards. And he's going to pick up probably five, maybe six on first down. You know, I think last week, Joel, I believe Dylan carried the ball 30 times. Had over 150 yards rushing, but they were all tough yards. You didn't see a, a 40 or 50 yard, or it was all six, seven yards at a time. Well, those were a tough five yards for him there. Second down, five. Zerger, they pitched it outside to Edwards. He's going to get. A first down just on second effort, so it's going to be first and 10 from the 40. Again, you know, if you're, you know, he's carried two times and picked up uh, 10 yards. As Coach Wheatrick always likes to say, I'm no math major, but uh, carries like that are going to get me lots of first downs. Yeah, yeah. Five five and five is 10. So, I mean, that's that's how he figures it. Clock moving, 2.09 left. Game is tied. 
And again, they fake it to Edwards, and Zerger just runs out of bounds with it. Well, a couple of quick scores. Manhattan, eight. Lansing, zero. Of course, that's a Manhattan team that uh, knocked Derby off in week one, team that we'll have to uh, watch as uh, playoff time comes. Oh, my gosh, we lost we lost three yards on that. I didn't I didn't think it was that. I thought he got back to the line of scrimmage, but they've got it marked. So it's second down and 12 or 13. Back to pass. Got a man open. And that was played like you're supposed to play it by the Mays defensive back. No, be no third question. No question. We had we kind of threw in the double coverage, but May South defender turned around and knocked the ball to the ground. So brings up a uh, third and long situation for the Panthers. You can't you can't play that any better. It's gonna be third and long. Panthers have uh, Really got to get got to get things going here. I know it's early, but uh, they got to get things going. Back to pass again, and it's going to be short of the first down. Yeah, it depends on where they mark it. it Receiver was, uh, came back for it, and he was short of the first I, down. I'm going to tell you, Doyle. I bet you. I'll bet you that uh, we go for it here. Well, I, very short. I, it's going to be fourth down and about one. So I I think we ought to go for it, but who knows? 144 left. It's a good lays, pass, good catch. Ball lays close to midfield, and we are. Looks like we're going for it. I don't. I think that's a good call. Again, Zerger on a keeper. Just he, he just got that alley closed. He had a huge hole. And he picked up three. That, yeah. that was enough. Picked up enough to get the first down, and I guarantee you that was all that, uh, you know, they, we misdirected Edwards that time and got all the flow going to the far sideline. Gave Zerger plenty of room to pick up the first. First and ten, Panthers. Game's tied. Back to pass. Zerger. And he's going to get maybe a yard. And I think you got to be, you know, and, and Coach Clark, we're not telling us anything that these guys don't know. You got to be able to throw the ball a little bit here, just opposite of what May South's doing. You got to be able to throw the ball in our case a little bit to open up the run. Well, Mays has done a good job so far, May South. Back to pass. Caught first down inside the 35, it looks like. Looks like it might have been Rudy on the catch. I can't can't pick. No, it wasn't either. It was uh, Rose. Well, we were wide Trayvon open. Rose. It was a nice throwing ball, but wide open again. That's what you have to do. Under a minute. Game tied. Zerger on a, just a straight run. Cuts back. Picks up seven on first down. This might, well, now we have to run one more play. Well, this might be the last play of the first quarter. Depends on if coach wants to get one called. And Well, next week's opponent, Newton, 14, campus zero. Manhattan now leads uh, 16 to nothing over Lansing. Mill Valley 10, Olathe North zero. Second and three, they pitch it to Edwards. Makes one guy miss. Gets to the outside. Still on his feet. 
going to get inside the five and go out of bounds at about the one, it looks like. Well, not fair. You, you go one-on-one -on -one with Dylan Edwards, and you're that guy out on the island all by yourself. And, and you know, the guy, he just don't – it's not a fair matchup because Dylan was able to pick up Panthers, big yardage. Panthers trying to get this playoff, and they did. And Edwards scores. I don't know if – and they call it a touchdown. There was three seconds left on the clock. Panthers got the playoff, and we scored. So it's now – 13-7. Well, I go back to the touchdown. I mean, we pitched the ball. There's just one guy standing out there, and he's got his shoulder pad squared up, doing everything coach tells you to do. But you also have Dylan Edwards in front of you. Dylan, Dylan took it down the one-yard line. Just just like the book says. <laughs> but Dylan Edwards doesn't run like the book says. And the extra point's up, and it's also good. So at the end of the first quarter, Panthers lead 14-7. This is Panther football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 20 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. <laughs> And we're back in uh, Mays where the Panthers just took the lead on Mays South 14-7. They scored with three seconds left in the first quarter. They're ready to kick off. Jessup is going to be retaken at about the goal line. And he breaks through the first line of defense and gets out to about the 22, maybe the 23. So that, that's where they'll start trailing 14-7. Yeah, he took the ball right at the goal line, and he fought, went on the derby sideline. Looked like maybe he was going to find a crease, but he was uh, stood up pretty quickly, and uh, looks like they're going to lay it down about the 22-23 yard line. Just short of the 23. First and 10, Mays, south. McNew is still the quarterback. Back to pass. Panthers putting a little pressure on him. They don't quite get him. He's going to pick up four or five. They had they had a shot at him twice, but they just couldn't quite get to him. Yeah, we did. At least we had pressure on him back there. He's able to pick up about four on the play, but that's what you're going to have to do. you got to get some pressure on this young man. They, they If, if Same would have been diving at him. He might have got him as long and long and lean as he is. Second and about six. May showing a lot of motion. 
now they're calling a timeout, it looks like. They had, really, that should have been or could have been two guys in motion at the same time, I thought. Weren't, weren't those two guys in motion at the yeah, same time? I think, I think they realized before the ball ever really got set, they knew they were in trouble. They didn't know what they were doing, and uh, they uh, burned a timeout. So both teams have burned a timeout now. Yeah, so That makes that uh, part even. Yeah, that's uh, – that's all good. Well, they they no, we didn't. We took a five yard penalty. Oh, we, you're right. We still we have did. three. You're exactly right. But they. God, uh, I know you're up here for a reason. Huh? I know you. I keep you up here for a reason. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that reason is. <laughs> anyway, Mays is going to have it second down, and it looks like about six, maybe five and a half, six yards to go for a first down. They've been throwing the ball a lot. I don't know how many. They've had probably four or five running plays. I'm guessing. The rest of them have been in the air. Wide receiver to the near side. Trips to the far side. Now they show a guy in motion. And they give it on a handoff straight ahead. First down and more. First down all the way out to the 40-yard line. Yeah, that, that time, nothing real fancy. I mean, it just was a straight dive play up the middle. Caught the Panthers off guard. I think the Panthers thought we're in sure passing territory here, and uh, May South pulled one on us. Well, it's uh, first down. That was, uh, I think, Bigley. Well, Bigley's a, he's a big kid, Doyle. He's a straight-ahead runner. He's not a juke and jive guy. He's just straight ahead. And they give it to him again. This time the Panthers have him after maybe, I don't know, they might give him a half yard. It's going to be second long. That just sets up the pass, though. 14-7, Panthers, 10-30 to go in the in the half. Well, I think your guy from Ch- St. James is playing Cape and Mount Carmel this week. So Cape has had back-to-back tough weeks. Last week they were uh, they played Bishop Carroll in a tight game, and this week they got St. James. And I know you that's one of the teams you follow pretty regular. Second nine, twin wideouts to the far side. Panthers look like they're in a zone. They show blitz. And Miles Wash was blitzing. Looks like he might have got back. Well, maybe they're going to give him about a half yard. Going to be third down in about seven and a half, maybe eight. I bet I know what's coming next. Yeah, I I think I can guess that one too. We're going to have to play some good pass defense because that's what's coming. Again, I think he has got to get a little pressure on the quarterback. Trips to the far side again. Now they move a guy into the tight end position and a motion guy. And the Panthers got some pressure and got back to the quarterback. That was a great job by the Panther front seven. Well, Doyle, what they did, Panthers went out into a little bit of press coverage out on the wide receiver, and then all of a sudden Miles Wash snuck in right over the nose or over the center, and and I don't think Miles is the one that got the tackle. We had another guy shooting through, but – Boy, if you see Miles Wash coming up to to your center, I'm sure it makes you think, oh, my gosh, I got to switch and go to him. And uh, good call by Coach Wietrich in this defense. Now, Panthers, they're now, I guess they're going to punt now. But again, with third and 13 and a half, 14 yards to go, you want to give this bigly, you want to give him some respect because he may be punting, but he can also run the football. And he got a nice punt off. It's going to go out of bounds, I think. At about the Panther, oh, between the 
25 and 30. So Panthers are going to take over with 8:28 left. They lead 14-7, and uh, it's going to be marked on the 28. So good well, opportunity you, here for the Panther offense. Back to that last defensive stand, and I, I was just kind of watching to see how how our defense was going to play it. And I liked the fact all of a sudden we ran up into press coverage and we started moving guys around. And then when I saw Miles Walsh slide in, it's like, man, hey, there you go. And we created enough havoc that we were able to get to them. We did. We, we, we created enough problems with their offensive line. We were able to get to the quarterback. And they give it to Hubbard. And in a two-back off, and we've got, I don't know, that that could have been – that could have been a penalty. I kind of liked it. We had a wide receiver blocking, and he kept his guy. He just blew him up. He, he ran him downfield about 20 yards and dumped him. Again, they give it to Edwards. He's going he's gonna to get stopped with very little gain. So that's two plays by the Panthers that have picked up virtually nothing. It's going to be third and long. Well, Dylan tried to cut up inside. There wasn't anything there. As he bounced and tried to kick outside. There were two May South defenders there throwing for a loss. So now we're third and long on our own 30. 14-7 right now. Four wide outs. Zerger rolling to the far side. Oh, got a man wide open. Keener caught 30. 25, yeah. taken down at the 25. You know, give Brock Zerger a ton of credit again. It was a high snap, you know, and he, he started rolling out. There was a May South guy breathing down his neck. It's like, oh, man. I thought, Brock, you might be able to pick up a first. He looks up, and Keener's downfield. There wasn't anyone within 15 yards of him. He kind of jump passes it out to him, picks up a huge first down. Well, while we, while we got a break in the action, uh, there's a May's player down on the far side of the field. Let's – let's uh Give a shout-out to our game night sponsors. Uh, tonight's radio broadcast of Panther football on a live 105.9. KDKQ is sponsored by these great Derby businesses, the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, Derby Overhead, and El Magai Mexican Restaurant. We thank these sponsors. Going to go back to that play. I mean, that's what Derby needed. There was a big play. It takes down deep into Bay South territory. Yeah, that was that, on third and long like that. That was that was just a that was a good pitch and catch. Like you said, Keener was wide open. There, he was six seven yards behind the receiver or the defensive back. Back to pass. Keener, oh, that's, that's yeah. I yeah, was that say, was that's got to be. <laughs> you know, I, I hear some May South guys going, are you kidding? But it was obvious. I mean, he got bumped pretty dang hard. So that was a good call by the officials. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. And not just because it was for us. It, no, was, a good, it was a good call. You could, you know, we could Derby see got that. called for the pass interference down in the end zone. And I said, you know, it's a good call. And. You can't hit a guy when he's in the end zone like that. No, and he pushed him pretty good. But Panthers ball, it's a first down just outside the 10 at about, oh, I'm going to guess the 12. 
what it looks like. The first and 10 Panthers, they lead 14-7, seven minutes left in the half. A chance to extend their lead. Edwards gets to the outside. Going to be a race to the quick touchdown. <laughs> oh, it wasn't going to be a race once you saw he got to the, he started to get to the corner. I thought that ain't a race because Dillon's going to outrun him. Yeah, once he got to the outside and the edge wasn't set, it was, I don't know, I don't even know if it's fair to call it a foot race. But anyway, he got in, it's 20 to 7. On for the extra point is Grady Jessup. The holder is Braxton Clark. And Cade Shelton is your long snapper. The all-important extra point. I had a listener tell me you missed that one last week, so they were blaming that missed extra point on you. I got big shoulders, <laughs> and I agree with them, whoever they were. Well, I you're right. They, we just made that one, so yep. that's two for two with you saying it. Yeah, we uh, I agree. I don't know who, like I said, I don't know who it was, but I'll I'll take the blame for that one. That's for sure. A uh, reminder that uh, tonight's worldwide online stream is brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Again, you can listen to these broadcasts anywhere in the country and uh, follow your Panthers and uh, keep track of them. As we always say, once a Panther, always a Panther. Thanks, La Hacienda. Well, Panthers lead this with 21-7. They've had a couple of scores the last two times they've had the ball. And, uh, you know, they, they need to keep this offensive momentum going. And uh, defense just needs to get it, get their momentum up a little bit. They're doing that uh, – Newton scored out 21 to 6 over campus. And that's a Newton team we play next week. Coach Slade, guy that we're all familiar with, is uh, at the helm now at Newton. Yeah, Coach Slade coached the Derby a while, coached the campus a while, and coached somewhere up northeastern Kansas a while. Now he's back. Now he's back in our area at Newton. Wichita South, your, I think your grandson goes there 14, Southeast Zero. And it's going to go into the end zone. And, again, I, I agree with you. The receiver could have caught that because it didn't get into the end zone that far. No, but, but like I said, you, you watch enough game tape and you're going, man, I, I just don't know that that's, that's for me at this moment. Well, it's going to be first and 10 from the 20. It might, you know, it might be the smart thing to do. Well, getting back to our offense, uh, you know, we had two backs back there, Hubbard and Edwards and Mays. Defended them pretty good. Seven minutes left. Panthers lead 21-7. Back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Panthers played it very good. It's going to lose about, I'm going to say, three or four yards. Well, Doyle, that's just that quick hitter that Bay South was having so much luck with early in the ball game. We had two guys out there and really disrupted it and caused about a three-yard loss. Yeah, that was a good play. Our, our, the first guy missed the tackle, but he had help, and he come, the second guy come in and made the play. So it's going to be 6.30 left, just under 6.30, 21-7. Mays, I'm not sure what they're doing. They're, there they break the huddle. I was going to say they just, they're just kind of standing there. Four wideouts. That's been the story for Mays. Back to pass, just quick out. Like, look like they're trying to get a screen pass. It's going to pick up two or three, so it's going to be third down and ten. Yeah, about the same play they just ran, and 
didn't pick up a whole lot of yards. So if you're May South, you, you got to get out of this end of the uh, football field or you're going to be punting from uh, deep in your own territory. Again, Mays, four, nobody in the backfield, four wide receivers. Tight end. Now they show some motion back to pass. Panthers got him. Got the guy. <laughs> they got the quarterback. Great pressure. Well, now, now you're May South. You're going to be cut punting near your goal line on this play. And again, Derby started putting pressure on the young man. We had one guy grab at him, and then as he spun out of it, two more Panthers were right on the spot. Yeah, Samuel Samuel Same kind of led the charge there, and uh, he's the uh, Iowa State commit. And uh, Panthers Panthers had a good series there. That the, the well, the last two series have been good for Derby. Well, again, we're not giving him a ton of time to sit back and find his targets. Those are those adjustments you talk about by our coaching staff. High snap. I'm not sure. Panthers are getting away from it. And I think Mays downs it at their own 35-yard line. Well, so great May, field position. May South had to. Well, the ball was kicked up high. And what it do, it took a big-time bounce in the Panthers' favor, and I think if May South doesn't fall, <laughs> that ball might have gone back another 10 yards. Kind of reminds me of your old chip shots where you hit the green, and I watched you do it, man. You hit that green, and, boy, they always have the backspin. Back back in the day. Not, Come on, not, I, la I, not lately. I, I, I was trying to give you some credit. Yeah, I know, but I got I to gotta tell it like it is. <laughs> back in the day, not lately. Well, uh, Salina South, or excuse me, Salina Central, 21 Goddard seven, Mill Valley now ten, Olathe North seven. That's uh, Mays twenty, Hutchinson seven. No huge surprise there. The Panthers got penalized. I, I didn't see or hear what the Whitecap called, but they moved the ball back. Oh, geez, I'm ten yards, so it must have been holding or blocking the back something. And anyway, they're on the still in Mays territory at the forty-five. Four forty-two to go. Twenty-one-seven Panthers. Twin wideouts near side. One's to the far side. Again, it looked like it might have been a bit of a bit of a mix-up because the two backs went one way and Zerger went the other. So Zerger pays the price and loses five yards or three yards. Yeah, and that you could tell it was a busted play, and everybody's kind of looking to the sideline, but you, you gotta think that yeah and, and maybe the one back's coming out that went the wrong way but again just tough play when you're the quarterback and you're hung out on that island you know i always taught my quarterbacks man immediately take the ball and run because you you standing there waiting isn't going to help it's going to be second and 13 hubbard and zerger in the backfield hubbard goes into the slot on the far side back to pass zerger Caught Edwards going to be a touchdown Panthers. <laughs> and, and I saw Dylan get open and I was like, okay, I can see him, Zerger, see him. And Brock saw him and uh, made the strike. And then Dylan cut back against the grain. So nice pitch and catch that time from Zerger to Edwards. Well, that makes it 27 to seven Panthers. And as far as I'm concerned, they can keep going. Oh, great. Uh, you know, we, we, we talk about those points and, you know, they're going to be important. And uh, we have to, if we win, and I'm 
you know, we have to win by at least 13. Extra point is up, and it's good. So 346 left. Panthers extend to 28-7, and they'll be kicking off to Mays, and hopefully the defense stays right with it. And we just got done talking about our online listeners and how La Hacienda brings that to us. We have listeners uh, tonight in Richmond, Virginia, Phoenix, Arizona, Bristol, Tennessee, Denver, Dallas, Houston, Chicago, Boston, Long Beach, Cheyenne, Wyoming, and tons of other places. Again, we love those online listeners. We hear about it all the time. I know you and I get emails from several of them saying, man, keep it up. We like listening to you. Our servicemen can listen to us in other countries. So, again, once a Panther, always a Panther, thanks to La Hacienda Restaurant. Well, from my perspective, uh, uh, if we've got service, I I was in the service, and uh, I know what it's like to be a long ways away from home and and, uh, a shot of home it really does your uh, spirits good so i'm glad we have the military listeners and and i hope we get a whole lot more manhattan now all over lansing 30 to nothing i will remind all all of the fans out there to stay tuned at our halftime report which is brought to you every week by fidelity bank so again we uh hope to have a guest special guest up here but we for sure know we'll have some stats absolutely again kicking off jessup Panthers 28-7 leaders, and this should be fielded if it doesn't go, and he lets it go in the end zone. Man, they just, they're just not wanting to field. They could have fielded the last three kickoffs, but uh, I don't know what's up with that. Well, Joel, you remember, I, and, and we've had some teams in the past that had some kick teams that were just ferocious, and you and I saw guys letting balls bounce on the five-yard line, and they were like, oh, no way. I don't want any of this coach, and you know, that's another one of those cases that they just let it bounce into the end zone. Well, Coach DeVore does a wonderful job with, with our special teams, and, uh, uh, you know, they need to hang in, hang on to him. Again, a, a delayed handoff, got back to the line of scrimmage, the second and ten. Well, you know, Coach Clark, I think, talked to us during the week about his special teams and how many more yards they had last week against Mays and what Mays did against us. You know, to be on special teams in Derby, it's a big thing. It's mostly starters, or it's that one or two guys that uh, is the next guy up. But you got to be a guy that's ready to get after it. Second and back to pass and pressure. It got to the quarterback again. He's going to be dropped down close to the ten yard line. Yeah, big big loss that time. And you know, hats off to this defensive unit when they get over there because they've made a huge adjustment where. We're just not allowing them to pick us apart anymore, so that's a huge loss. Well, I, I know it looked like he went down at about the 10, but they marked it on the 13, so that was a very friendly mark. Uh, but, you know, being at the angle we are, you know, I don't know. I know he hit on about the 10-yard yeah, line. That still brings up uh, third down and 17. 17 yards, yeah. So third and long. Back to pass, just a quick fling out looked like a screen pass panthers are going to knock it down at a that's going to be oh right around the 20 so it's going to be probably fourth and well they marked him out of bounds short of the 20 so it's going to be fourth and 13 well and you, you got to figure may south's going to punt here again punting deep from your own territory is going to give the panthers really good field position and they're, they they kind of delay a little bit putting their punt team on so the panthers have to hustle 
to get their receiving team on the field. But uh, if you go five, for, I don't know what you'd be delaying about. I mean, I don't even know what if you what the thought process would even be. Fourth down and thirteen. Panthers lead twenty-eight-seven with two twenty-seven left in the half. High snap, nice, <laughs> and the punt's going to go out of bounds. I'm, I'm going to say inside the 30-yard line. I think what you were going to say is nice job coming down with that high snap and getting it off because it sure was – I mean, he, he jumped up with one hand to pull that snap down or it would have been through the end zone for a safety. Seven, that's exactly what I was going to say. Great job by the punter just to get that ball. <laughs> and, yeah, the punt wasn't so good, but once something like that happens, you know, your timing's off and – you just want to get the thing kicked. The, the one good thing for their punter is he, he kind of has that side leg rugby-style yeah. punt, so he was able to get up, and a great job just coming down with it. Panthers are inside the 30. They show a little motion. Tight end goes in motion. How about this? We're out of the pistol. Been a while. Keener goes in motion. Back to pass. Zerger rolling. Got a man. Caught it. Inside the 15, I couldn't pick up. And, oh, the ball is, is – Mays picked it up. I Well, they're going to give it to Mays South. Oh, my I, gosh. I, I thought he was down. Oh, my gosh. You know what? All, all three officials were standing there, and I, I don't know how we coughed that ball up and we weren't down, but it was a nice piss, pitch and catch. We hit the underneath guy, but uh, somehow Mays South ends up with football. Well, that's – you know, that – Man, break. I thought he was down. That was a, that was a tough break. Especially with the field position we had, gosh, we had it inside the 30 and was going to be down close to the 10. Uh, yeah, and, and real, real threat of scoring position there. I looked across at our coaches, and there wasn't any of them arguing or yelling, so they could, they obviously saw it. Back to pass. Oh, picked Back. off, picked off. Touchdown. Inside the 10. Going to get knocked out of bounds. I don't oh, know. Oh, they're going to call him. Yeah. I was going to say, what a pick, Doyle. I mean, just as, as fast as we had the fumble, we stepped in front of one of those low, lazy passes out in the flat and took it to the house. I can't see the number. Uh, I see the, cel the youngster celebrating, which he should be. But I, he won't turn over here and show me your number, young man. I'm still watching him. Now, that was one of those. Might have uh, been, might have been Demare Baker. Well, that's one of those that you talk about all the time. That if you can step in front of one of those passes, you're probably taking it to the house. That's exactly what we did. Thirty-four-seven. Well, all important extra point. A little bit of a high snap, and it was blocked. That was uh, that was not on the kicker or the holder. That that snap was not very good. So it's thirty-four-seven with two minutes left. Did you say all important? Yes, I did. Okay. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, all, all the vibes were there. <laughs> it just wasn't a good snap. you got to call it like it is. No, and again, go back to that interception. And Doyle, you know, the first quarter, quarter and a half, we were giving May South a ton of time to throw the football. They were finding receivers. You know, the last two or three series, Derby has been breathing all over their neck. Yes, they have. They, they've sacked him, I think, three times. They forced quick, you know. Well, that, that interception was a result of throwing the ball probably a little bit sooner than he wanted to. Yeah, and as quarterbacks, and again, this is a the kid has a great arm. But he's, he's young. He's a sophomore. When you start telegraphing those and you come out and your eyes are glued on him, a good corner is going to look up that and go, oh, I know where this thing's going to go. And uh, 
It was it was a pick six. Well, Panthers lead thirty four seven, and and uh, Mays has time. There's a little over two minutes left. Let's see if they try to re- try to return this. I'll remind everybody not to go away at halftime. We've got the Fidelity Bank halftime show coming up here in just a couple of minutes. There goes Zerger. No, it's not Zerger. Jessup. Again. Oh man, that, that, oh. that must be that must be their their orders because he should have caught that one. Well, Doyle, how about this? That ball landed on about the one. What if it would have taken a backspin? And because the young man walked away from it. Yes, he I did. Mean, you talk about disaster. Could could have been. But that must be that must be how they're telling them to play it. Just don't just let it go. Because the last well the last four have hit right around the goal line and could have all been caught and returned. First and 10 Mays from their own 20. Back to pass, just a quick pass out in the flat, and the ball hit the ground. Well, again, he's feeling the pressure, and he just just chucked that one as fast as he could and went right at the uh, receiver's ankles. That was Braxton Bigley was the intended receiver, but it bounced just – that'll stop the clock, the incomplete pass, and it bounced right in front of him. He kind of fielded it like a shortstop. And again, they handed off this time. Looked like Bigley again. He picked up two, maybe three on second down. Yeah, I think Coach Five for a pretty good call there because, you know, obviously now Derby's putting a ton of pressure on your quarterback, and you go, all right, let's see if we can sneak one up the middle and pick up yards. But Derby read it well. Somebody called timeout. I didn't catch who did. I would suspect it would be the Panthers. Yes, it was the Panthers because they just knocked one of them off. So 153 left, third down and long. So Panthers force a punt. They get a shot maybe at another score for yeah, halftime. Absolutely. A good call by Coach Clark. You want to have extra time. I know there's probably people that go, gosh, Coach, you're up 34-7 to seven here before half. But you know, Derby has to finish. And, I, and again, you, you got to just keep the thing going. And uh, so, you know, I, I agree. Good I call. Agree. They got to finish, and uh, this is the time of the season where the coaches want these guys to peak, and this this is when they want them really, really getting after it. This is the seventh game of the of the hard of to believe that it season. is eight game season, and you know they they want them to peak. Third down and long. Panthers showing blitz. Both linebackers. And the ball was thrown really quickly. He just didn't have any time. He chucked it out of bounds. And, you know, if he if he would have tried, we had two receivers or two defenders behind the receivers. So I, I think Panthers had it covered very well. But, you know, all of a sudden when the Panthers start showing that blitz, it's making May South very uncomfortable. Well, they, they, they uh, blitz both the middle LBs and uh, – And you got to be a very experienced offensive lineman to pick up that and go, okay, who's getting who? So, again, May South's going to be punting from deep in their own territory. See if the snap will be any better. We've we've seen Bigley handle some pretty tough snap. That's a good snap for him. Gets the punt off. It's a pretty good punt. It's going to take a Panther bounce and going to be down by Mays. Looks like inside the Mays South 40-yard line. Right at the 40, so Panthers will have it there, first and 10 with 140 left, and they lead 34-7. 
well, Wamego up 24-0 on Clearwater, and that's an interesting game. I think for the first time in Kansas history, the white hat in that game is a female from Kansas, and I read a little article in the paper about it, and and really a neat story, and you know, good for her, her get, getting her due respect. Absolutely, good for her. She'll probably do a great job, too. I think she'd done all kinds of volleyball, all kinds of stuff, but first time being the white hat. Caught by Brown. He picks up a couple, and that's about it. Panthers still have plenty of time left. Clock's at about a minute and a half before halftime. We have that and two timeouts. So he picked up one. That was just a quick pass out in the flat, and uh, Mays played it very well. Second nine, back to pass, got a man wide open, caught, <laughs> touchdown Panthers. That was Rudy, Colton Rudy on the well, catch. Joel, you couldn't execute it any better. I think May South, as we started to roll out, they were thinking, oh, here we go with that run. And we had a couple of receivers running nice routes. Rudy ran the best route. We hit him in stride for six. Yeah, uh, uh Zerger did a good job of faking to the running back, then rolled to the far side, and that's when he saw Colton Rudy for six points. Well, very, very nice pass. And the extra point is up, and it is good. So with 107 left in the second quarter, Panthers have extended their lead to 41-7. And, you know, the Panthers have just, since May scored, the Panthers have just absolutely Turned it on. Well, the defense is what well. I mean. Our offense was not really having any problems anyway. But when the defense all of a sudden starts giving you tremendous field positioning and all that, and if, if you're May South and you kind of sense it, you're sensing it out of the fans, you're sensing it out of the players. We talk all the time about body language and what it does. You know, I, you know, I, I've got a granddaughter trying to learn how to pitch in softball. And her daddy and I were telling her the other day, you know, everything's about body language and you can't let them see you sweat if, if something's going wrong. And that's, I mean, you know, you're out there and, and let's, let's call it what it is. If you're the opposing team, you're prey and you sure don't want to let, let the, your opponent figure out that, man, they're, they're a little bit weak right now. And May South, a uh, very young team. I know yes. Chris Clark talked about that and he goes, Hey, these guys are young. And so, you know, we're somebody we're going to have to really contend with in the next couple of years. I'm going to think if I remember right, 30 to 40% of their starters or guys that play a lot are sophomores. So yes, we're going to have, yep. And this one here hits. Oh, and then oh. it goes out of bounds. Well, that's that ball that, oh my goodness. And, and, and you can see their, their deep guy all of a sudden started running towards it. That ball could have died right on the half yard line, and Panthers would have recovered it. Wow! Yeah, that looked that looked like one of those that looked like one of those uh, pitching wedge shots I used to hit that we were talking. I mean, that baby just backed up a little, <laughs> and, and the guy just freaked out. I mean, he went running over to it, and he could have caught it. He could have, and again, that was the one that we kept talking about, and it barely rolled out of bounds. So, uh, now pretty good kick that time by Jessup. One oh seven left. 41-7, Mays South, first and 10 on their 35. Again, they give it to the running back, and he's going to pick up probably six or seven on first down. It'll be second and four. Yeah, you you got to appreciate all kinds of running backs. This young man is a straight ahead, work downhill, 
you know, keep my legs turning kind of guy. He picks up good yardage on the play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's also a sophomore. Yes, he is. No, excuse me, he's a junior. How's that that uh, feel for Coach Pfeiffer, though, when he's got uh, this young of a team? Probably not great tonight, but next year I'm sure he'll feel a lot better. Second and four. And again, they give it to the tailback. Panthers stop him after, oh, a couple of yard gain. It's going to be third down and maybe uh, two and a half to go for a first down. That might be the last play of the of the first half, however. The clock's moving. Ten seconds left. Panthers lead 41-7. Yeah, they're content to make that last play. Well, they need. They probably need to go in and talk about this stuff. So Yeah, May South, you know, I've wondered with 17 seconds left what they would do and maybe throw up the, the Hail Mary, but they started walking to the sidelines pretty quickly. Well, it's uh, – Panthers have looked pretty good on offense tonight so far, and the defense has really come to play the last two or three – uh, possession, maybe four that uh, Mays South has had, and uh, it's man, it's a uh, it's a good deal to see the kids playing that that way right now. Well, we we you know I and I, I think people get tired of hearing it, but literally the coaching staff at Derby is one of the better coaching staff in the state of Kansas. They got all kinds of guys with lots of experience. And, you know what you saw in that uh, that first let's let's call it a prize fight. First round, you saw the saw getting yourself hit a couple times. Didn't know what was going to come at you, but man, give uh, give all the defensive coaches a ton of credit because they sure made the adjustments uh, very quickly after that. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. I uh, I, I think the kid again right now the kids are playing. Uh, we uh, we need to keep that up. This this is again we've still got another. A regular season game, and then we start the postseason where everybody starts out zero zero. And I'm sure the coaching staff wants to wants to be in a certain place uh, come uh, what be October 28th or something like that. It'd be the last first game of the playoffs. Yeah, Doyle, you and I saw the coaches uh, immediately after the Mays loss last week. And you know, hey, no one likes to lose a ball game. I I and I looked at Coach Clark and. I mean, what do you say? I just looked at him and said, hey, this is going to make us better. And his first reaction, he looks at me and goes, Kevin, I'm tired of it. And he didn't mean me. He just meant I'm tired of these close losses. I'm tired of continuing to tell myself these are. But, you know, by the next day, he goes, you know, you're exactly right. He goes, you're spot on. And that's what we talked about. We have things that we got to clean up as we get ready for playoffs. But, you know, we're battle tested. I'll tell you what, this Panther team has faced some really good, stiff competition well, this year. Well, you hit it when you said battle-tested. I mean, we, we played Mays. We played Manhattan. You know, we, we had a Bishop close Carroll. game. Bishop Carroll. Those three right there. Hutchison. <laughs> then we got Hutch. So that's four out of the, what, six games that we had played up to this point. Really tough, really tough competition. So, you know, the kids are battle-tested. Uh, they know what it's like to be in the close games. It shouldn't be a big deal if they get in a close game down the road because they've been there. They've I, been there I just had that. one of our old coaching buddies text me, and he said, even though you said the all-important extra point, we all might have only had 10 guys on the field, hence we had a punt that was blocked. Oh, well, shoot. That, no, that was a bad snap. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that could happen, though, too, if you're, yeah. if you're short yeah. a guy. So, yeah. you know, great, great uh, call out there by, again, one of our old coaching legends, and uh, okay. that's a good thing. 
Okay, I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> Panthers. He lead. also said he didn't believe that you ever ever had a golf shot that backed up like that. Well, I, I, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to argue that at all. <laughs> but anyway, Panthers lead uh, 41-7, and uh, they've really picked up the pace there in in the uh, uh, middle of the first quarter and the whole second quarter. Uh, Brock Zerger's done a pretty good job throwing the ball. Uh, I would say maybe one of his better jobs of the season, the way he's throwing the ball tonight. He's, he's throwing his, he's throwing the ball. The receivers are catching them all in stride. And, uh, you know, that's the way you want to do it. So, you know, that, that, that's a good deal. It's 41, seven. We're probably 20 minutes away from the start of the second half, but, uh, we're going to take a break right now. Again, Panthers lead 41, seven. This is Panther football on live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. Your home for Panther football. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive 105KDKQ.com. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther football local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186 proud supporters of Derby Panther football. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. 
Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557. And on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options, including next-level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want, from traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Tonight's Panther Football Halftime Report is brought to you by Fidelity Bank of Derby. Bravely onward. Well, we're back at uh, May South where Panthers lead the Mavericks uh, 41-7. to And, uh, you know, May started off pretty hot. I mean, we, we stopped them on their first possession and they, you know, they, they got a little bit hot. Our defense finally just kind of kind of settled in and uh, they've really dominated the game and the offense has played well from the start. Well, and again, it was adjustments that were made on the defensive side of the football. Offensively, I think we were doing okay, but uh, you know, now, now May is South's a little deflated and things are really working our way. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see at halftime what Coach Pfeiffer does with his May South bunch, you know, what he does to combat the pressure that we're giving them because somebody one of those offensive linemen, or you're going to have to keep a back in to help block when you're sending two guys at you and, and creating that havoc. Somebody's got to pick it up. Well, those are those opportunities where you like to think a pass out the flat or or uh, screen passes sometimes loosen that up. But the last pass out in the flat went back for a pick six. We got a we got a uh, pretty good band going on here. They got a whole bunch. Of, I think they're supposed to be. Uh, uh, beeswax or something they got a whole bunch of decorations out there and their band's playing very well they've got some flag flag girls and uh you know they're putting on a pretty good show well i think tonight too there's obviously for breast uh, cancer awareness there's lots of derby kids in pink lots of may south kids in pink uh i think a lot of the football players uh, on may south are wearing pink so again just a neat night here tonight 
It, it surely is. Well, let's go ahead and get into our uh, Fidelity Bank halftime stats. Uh, for the Panthers, 12 first downs, May South 9 in the rushing department. This is where Panthers really start showing their muscle. 21 attempts on the ground, 179 yards. For May South, 14 attempts on the ground, just 32 yards. Oh, yeah. that I'm not surprised about that stat, Kevin, because that, that May's only had one or two rushes more than about two and a half, three yards. So, yeah, I'm not surprised about that. Well, again, you go back to this average yards per rush. Panthers have done it pretty much all year. Eight and a half yards per rush for the Panthers. In the passing department, uh, Brock Zerger having a pretty good night. Six for eight for 118 yards. May South, 8 for 15 for just 60 yards. Well, that's a, a little bit of a, a strange deal for May South. We got them out of that comfort zone, so really they only threw the ball 15 times in the first half. Well, yeah, and, and again, like we talked before we, before we went to break, uh, uh, the defense kind of came alive and started putting some pressure on him, and, and I agree with you. They're going to have to change up some things uh, because – they, they're going to have to hold somebody back in the backfield or he's going to be running for his life probably most of the evening. Well, total yards uh, for the Panthers in the first half, 309 for May South, just 118. So, man, if you're Coach Wietrich, your defensive boat bunch, you got to be feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, no no question about it. Uh, again, I, I, I just keep saying if the defense is just really – really came alive here in the last quarter and a half. Well, it tells you a lot when you look at third down conversions. Panthers one for three, May South three for seven. So it tells you how many times you're put in that predicament of having to try and convert on long third and long. Yeah. Well, you know, don't don't be misled. Mays has some good athletes and, and uh, they're battling. But uh, right now the Panthers are battling just as hard and uh, they're they're leading this thing. In the passing department for the Panthers, uh, again, Brock Zerger, six for eight for 130 yards here in the first half. His receivers tonight, again, mixing it up really well. Colt Rudy, three catches for 59 yards. Nathan Keener, one for 46. Trayvon Rose, one for 12. And Caleb Brown, one for one. So, again, pretty good job mixing in several receivers for the Panthers. Yeah, and, and that's what you got to do because if, if you don't, if you don't mix in a lot of receivers, then all of a sudden the defense is concentrating on that one, and they may be able to shut him off. Yeah, rushing, uh, Dylan Edwards having another good night for the Panthers. Ten carries for 112, and Doyle short of one run. Those have been some tough yardage gains. Brock Zerger, eight carries for 67 yards. So, again, uh, Zerger's having a good night running. You know, hence that uh, turns around, and that makes things a little bit easier for, for Dylan. Uh, again, uh, 309 total yards for the Panthers at half, just 118 for May South, and the stat we all care about the most at half, your Panthers lead 41 to seven. Yes, that that's the way we want to keep it. We want to keep it going that way. We want to keep this kind of momentum going. We've got this game and one more till we get into the uh, uh, till we get into the playoffs. And I pretty much stared down the playoffs, so I know about where we're at uh, and where we'll be come two weeks from tonight so it'll it'll be we may talk about that when we come back from break but right now we're probably oh i'm gonna guess 10 minutes away from the start there's just under seven minutes before the obligatory three minute warm-up period so uh we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about postseason uh, we don't want you to think we're assuming anything because we're not it's just you know things end up the way they are tonight then 
we'll 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 know what we're what we're going to be doing and where we're going to be. So anyway, this is Panther football on live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Field Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Field Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Field Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Since 1985, d Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that d Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. TenderCare offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at TenderCareLandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. El Maguey Mexican Restaurant is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football and can be found at 1221 North Rock Road in Derby. Offering multiple options for lunch and dinner, they can be reached at 613-8806 for curbside or in-store pickup. El Maguey, a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. 
John Mendoza is a Derby High School graduate and professional photographer celebrating 50 years of photography. Mendoza Photography features senior portraits, family portraits, and John has personally photographed over 1,800 weddings. John can be reached at 316-804-5987. John's portfolio is available at www.mendoza.photography. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer and Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Granny Cletus, what's wrong? Didn't you hear? The whole family is coming to stay with us 37 adults and 52 kiddos. What am I supposed to do? We could take them to the Derby Public Library for fall programs. What are you talking about, Mooney Pie? The library's fall programs have events for both kids and adults. Toddler time, preschool story time, adventures, tween zone, and teen Tuesday. But what about the grown folk? Adults 18 plus can try our free derby DIY classes or watch a movie at the library lounge. I just hope great uncle Milton doesn't lose his teeth again. Oh, granny. Derby Public Library. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We're back at uh, May South, where Panthers again they lead the uh, Mavericks forty-one-seven in a in a game that really, or a first half anyway, that the Panthers really they pretty much dominated after probably the first possession of the Mavericks. Oh no, no question. Again, it's going to just be interesting to see how Coach Pfeiffer combats the fact that uh, the Derby defense started showing a lot more blitz and see how they uh, handle and pick that up. Yeah, it, that, that'll be interesting. But again, I think we're both in agreement that uh, with all the pressure that the Panthers were able to put on the quarterback, uh, they're going to have to make some blocking assignment adjustments in order to uh, in order to give him time to throw the football. Well, while we got a little bit of time, let's hit a couple of scores from around the area. May is now 27, Hutch 13 at half. So Hutch's team, we know they're not going to go away. Your St. James team that you like to follow, 14, Capen, 7. So Capen hanging in with a pretty tough group. Hayes, 43, Liberals, 0 at half. Washburn Rural, 49, Emporia, 0. Andover Central, all over Andover, 62 to 3. Wow. Is that wow. a halftime score? Halftime score. Wow. Valley Center, 24, Arc City, 7. Manhattan, all over Lansing, 51 0. Blue Valley Southwest, 35, Wyandotte, 0 at the half. Appreciate these scores from on the east side. Olathe Northwest, 41. Shawnee Mission West, 0. Lawrence Free State, 14. Lawrence, 14 at halftime. That's a little bit of an eye-opener. You know, that that's a battle. Those, those two teams, it, I think Lawrence Free State's 3-3, three and three, and I believe Lawrence is 4-2 and two like we are, but that that's a battle. Throw the records away when they get on the field. Yeah, those are two teams that, uh, you know, very, very, very highly talented. Duel. We go back to the Lawrence rivalries, and we were in Lawrence uh, – couple of years ago and i mean you know it's a that's a rivalry from you know derby and lawrence and then of course lawrence free state a few years back probably one of the better football games we ever saw and uh it was just a you know it looked like derby couldn't hang and then all of a sudden derby's back and just another one of those crazy evenings in lawrence yeah that was uh that was, 
that's that's a game that uh, you know we probably won't ever forget. Uh, that we'll always remember that Lawrence Free State game. It was overtime. Panthers uh, shut Lawrence Free State down with their first possession, and we got the ball. Our first carry, Coozer went in untouched, and he hadn't been he hadn't been untouched all night. I mean, he he, he earned every yard he got. And, well, you remember that game. That, that was that was a good football game. Yeah, and a game that uh, you know no one in the state expected Derby to win, and they just battled back. But uh, you know, again, you know, we we talk about the Bishop Carroll game this year. You know, I told so many people, they go, where's that rank? I said, top five. I mean, you know, it really is. It was probably in the top five of great games that we were fortunate enough to call. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you know, you got you got the three maze games we've had the last three years as well. I mean, one point, one point victories. And, you know, it's just, wow. This game is crazy sometimes. and uh, But those are the kind of games you like to watch, and they're the ones that stick with you, you know, from now till – who knows when? Well, both teams came out really early. It was 20-minute half, and both teams came out with uh, three minutes before your obligatory uh, warm-up period, and uh, now both teams ready to go on the field, and the refs actually just fed the clock up a few seconds to get it get it started. Yeah, they, these kids are ready to go. Well, we'll see what happens here. Uh, May South gets to, gets to receive the ball to start there on the south end. We'll be defending the south goal. And we'll see if, if they maybe change their uh, way of doing things and, and start catching that football because so far tonight, uh, uh, Jessup really hasn't really hadn't kicked the ball deep like he has been, and, but he's been getting it about to the, to the end zone. And, but they have just chosen not to, uh, not to receive it. Here's one that's going to go just into the end zone. So it's going to be first and 10 from the 20 for Mays South. They trail in this one 41 to 7. Yeah, those of you that don't know, you know, you're not from the area and you wonder where Mays is. If you know where Wichita is, it's the craziest thing. You drive on the uh, north side of Wichita and, you know, within a mile you're from Wichita, you're all of a sudden in Mays. So Mays, uh, as, as we drive down here, it isn't much. You're just outside of Wichita, Kansas. First and 10 from the 20. Quarterback, they hand it off. Big hole. It's kind of a Statue of Liberty. Looked like Bigley. He gets, oh, probably seven or eight on first down. He got up a little bit slow. He's limping a, little, a lot. So Bigley's coming out. Now, May South's run that same play several times tonight, and they start off uh, the second half with a run. Zach Bailiff, sophomore, 5'8", 160. He's replacing Bigley. Hopefully he's all right. Again, they give it a quick pass, excuse me. Dropped. It's going to be dropped. That could have been a lateral, but no, nah, the official was right there. So it's going to be third and one from the 20, 29. Well, that's, again, the same play that we we took for a pick six. So you know, they go right back to the drawing board. It's going to be third, third down and short. They hand it off. Panthers get him. He just was just barely able to reach the ball over the 30 for a first down. Good yeah. play by the Panther defense. Yeah, he didn't feel anything inside. He tries to take it outside. Panthers played it about as well as he could, but uh, he needed less than a yard. Yeah, and he, again, he did a good – and I see Bigley's back on the field. He's not limping, not near like he was. So, good that young man's okay. We don't want anybody hurt. 
They play a clean, hard-hitting game with no injuries on either team. First and 10 from just outside the 30. Back to pass. Panthers got pressure. Now there's a guy out in double coverage, and we out did of not make a play. No, out of bounds. He's out of bounds? Yep. All right, that's good. Yeah, we had we had our guy. We had good coverage, and there was nowhere. I mean, so good good job that time by the Panthers. Yeah, they had a looked like a linebacker. No, it was a safety, and the corner covering that deep out, and uh, they were both there. And you remember, Coach Clark said there's going to be some times our linebackers are going to be forced into deep coverage. Second and ten, again back to pass. Just a just an out. Panthers missed him. He gets into Panther territory at about the 43-yard line. Well, Panthers misread it. I think the Panthers came flying up on the ball. We had a guy that looked like he might pick it or knock it down, but instead he misjudges the timing on it. It ends up being a a big May South first down. First and 10 on the Panther, 33, and you're right. It was mistimed. 41-7 Panthers. And again, straight ahead. And he just falls forward and picks up three. I think it was Bigley. Big big pile of humanity out there, and I think he's on the bottom of it. Now, Panthers did a pretty good job. We nearly got him from her. Uh, we had a linebacker on the outside that came in, nearly got him. But, again, Bigley runs. Uh, he's a downhill-type runner, and uh, he's able to pick up three. Garrett Hounshill came off the field, limping just a little bit. Panthers in a four-man front. And they stop him after it looks like it's going to be another three yards. So it's four down territory. It's third and four, four and a half, somewhere like that. Panthers jumped into a four-man front. And uh, that will give Mays something else to think about because normally they're, they're a 3-4 defense and they brought in an extra lineman and took out a linebacker. I think Coach Clark talked about that, making teams a little more uncomfortable. Back to pass. It's a man out in the flat, caught, first down. I mean, these these, these passes are just – there's nothing hard about them. They're, they're just running down four or five yards. We're playing off – you know, we're playing off of them, and they're catching the football. Again, those are sometimes easy passes to pick. First and 10. Another just quick pass. Got knocked out of bounds after a couple, three yards. Just, I mean, they're, they're, not, they're not even passes down the field. No, but don't remember, that's what we talked about at half. I said, what's Coach Pfeiffer going to do? And I said, the only thing you can do to loosen up the pressure we were putting on him was little short passes, maybe a screen pass, things, because you got to somehow combat the, the rush defense the Panthers started putting on him. Hounsell's back in, so we're probably going to switch back into a three-man front with four linebackers. Second and eight from the 28. Motion by Mays. Back to pass again. Caught again. Right out in the flat. Close to a first down. Just, just It's just like a shortstop. He's getting the ball and throwing it. Yeah. And again, that's, you know, good coaching. But none of these none of these routes they've ran on this drive have been more than about five yards, and and uh, we're playing. I think we're playing off six or seven. 
now we're now we're coming up straight ahead first down bigly well you, if you're if you're may south coach cypher you gotta like this drive it's been a mix and mix and match uh you know a little dink dink and dunk if you will and uh they're finding themselves uh really near the red zone yeah they're on the 20 first and 10 8 40 to go panthers lead 41 7 and again bigley gets to the outside we didn't have anybody out there setting the edge so he picked up seven or eight on first down and this is what we talked about you know keeping the paddle down when you got your your your, your prey in sight you gotta you gotta finish it i'm sure that's uh what coach wietrich's feeling right now is that uh Hey guys, we need to we need to go back what we were doing. Second down and three. Again, they give it straight ahead. Bigley runs over two Panthers. It's going to be short of the first down, but not by much. It's going to be third down and short on the eleven yard line. So Mays has moved this thing down the field pretty easily on our defense here to start the second half. Well, like I said, he's a he's a north south type runner, but. Uh, he paid the price at the end of that run. A couple of Panthers stood him up and sat him down. Third and very short. And they give it again to Bigley. Ball's loose. Panthers have it. Looks like Samuel Same is trying to outrun somebody, and he's going to take it all the way out to the 45-yard line of the Panthers. Well, and again, you know, that was a play that he wasn't going to get to first down. He was stopped just shy, but as he's trying to, to get that extra yardage, Ball's just punched out, and he's very upset with himself. And so what looked like it may be a May South scoring opportunity turns up uh, with a big turnover in the Panthers' favor. Yes. That was Sam Samuel Salme. We saw, whoa. He just needed to get those big legs strides. Yeah, he needed <laughs> to get those things churning. Again, Sam's a, a big kid standing about 6'5". Yeah, 6'5", 215 is what they got him listed at. Again, uh, he's a... Iowa State commit. Again, big hole. Zerger inside the 30, inside the 25, still fighting for yardage, getting down inside the 25 to about the 22. And Kevin, if you notice, that was a designed run. As soon as he took it, he faked to the right and went back against the grain, and that's what opened up for him. Oh, no question. And he picked up big yardage, cut against the grain. And the reason being, we faked it to uh, Dylan Edwards. And again, he did the same thing. And it's going to be a first down and touchdown. A touchdown for the Panthers. Uh, flag on the play. So you don't like to see that. You know what? That's probably going to be called. It looks like the flag's laid about the 21, and it is going to be a hold. And Doyle, you're right. What they're doing now is they're they're acting like they're going to go run an option to the right side. They they start pulling all those May South guys towards Dylan Edwards, and he just takes a quick cut back against the grain. So, again, good play call by that coaching staff. Well, yeah, that's 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 a play I don't believe we've seen this year. And it, they've, they've ran it twice, and they've executed it great both times. Still, it's going to be first and 20. They pitch it to Edwards. Gets up inside, going to pick up, oh, I'm going to guess he'll pick up probably six. So it's second down and probably 15, 14, 15. Now that time it was the same look, but that time we, we 
pitched the ball. We didn't go back, try to cut back against the uh, far sideline. And into the game comes Brown. He's a tight end. Him and uh, him and Bame or Brame. Brame. They uh, kind of they've been kind of switching respond you know switching positions tonight. They both played quite a bit at, at tight end. Got a man open. Oh, just almost caught. Just yeah, he was guarded caught. well. It was gonna be a good catch. I mean, it would have been a you know it, it's a ball that I, I think Keener will tell you too. He probably should have caught, but uh, would have been a really nice catch. It was thrown well. It, it was it was pretty much on target, but it was you know what an easy catch. And uh, you're probably right, Keener. That's one of those back shoulder catches. And, yeah, and again, putting a very well very well placed ball by uh, Zerger. And I don't know. I guess the Panthers got about 10 seconds to get this playoff. It's going to be third and long. If they can get back 10 or 12 yards, I feel they'll go for it on fourth down. Edwards outside now cuts inside. <laughs> it's going to be a touchdown. That's almost unfair. <laughs> well, Dylan Edwards that time, you know, you're thinking, what's the Panthers going to do? And he, I mean, he was all over the field. I, I mean, he was, if this was a grass field, there have been divots everywhere. And uh, Dylan just scampered into the end zone for, for the touchdown. It, again, it's just not fair. I mean, that young man has <laughs> such he, – he gets around. He just moves. Got great, great moves plus great speed. And the extra point attempt, the all-important extra point attempt is good. So now with 6.14 to go, the Panthers increase their lead. 48-7, Kevin, you know, with uh, Mays losing that deep in their own territory, that may be a uh, that may take a little wind out of their sails. Anyway, to, uh, let's give a shout-out to our game night sponsors, Tender Carolina and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda, Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaur, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, and DNM Mechanical. If you visit any of these businesses, let them know you heard their ad on Friday night, Panther Football. Well, Doyle, if you're May South, you came out of the locker room, you had a game plan, you were moving the football, everything's looking good, maybe you pump a little more air into your sail, and you turn the ball over, and just like that, Panthers are standing in the end zone again. Man, tough night for May South. Again, I, you know, they're battling. They, they, yeah, a young team. I mean, yeah. like, you, you know, just a, a very young team. They are definitely battling. Jessup, high end over end. It's going to just, again, <laughs> that's, got, that's, that's their strategy. I mean, it's got, I mean, they let too many of them go like that. And uh, that was Bigley over there that time, but he he just let it go, right? You know, it probably hit, what, less than a yard in the end zone? Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Jessup's putting it in about the same spot every catch. Yes, every time. Sign of Central, 35, Goddard, 21. Whoa. St. James, 21, Cape, and 14 now. And again, they give it to the tailback. This time the Panthers stuff him for no gain, maybe a yard, maybe. 
Panthers, uh, again, did a good job defending that. May South came out after halftime really thinking, hey, we, we can expose these guys by running up the gut a little bit, hitting the quick uh, out routes, and the uh, Panthers have started shutting that down once again. Five minutes, 45 seconds left. Panthers lead 48-7. We're in the third quarter. And they give it back, tailback. He finds a pretty good hole. And I think the ball's on the ground again. Well, Panthers say they have it. We'll see. And Panthers are all point. We have yet to see the official. Haven't seen anything from the officials. I think he's going to keep it uh, in well, Our guy out. come up with it. Our guy came up with it, but evidently that didn't matter. Yeah, they, they waited, and it was the Derby guys all saying it's our ball or our ball, but the officials never made the call till they could see, but now it's third about two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, all, it's always weird to me when the other team come up comes up with <laughs> the ball, and, and we had the ball. We gave it to the official. First down. Bigley, he just kind of took it straight ahead. Picked up two or three, maybe. Of course, Monday night I saw roughing the passer that we ended up with the football in our hands, and uh, yeah, we were called for that. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. I saw that too. <laughs> and Panthers are going to get called for offside. And the I think it, one one of the guards did a great acting job. <laughs> he fell over, but didn't matter. Panthers were offside. It's going to be first and five from the 37-yard line, trailing by 41. Looks like Lawrence Free State's now crawled ahead of Lawrence, 21 to 14. Free State? Yes, sir. Wow. They're messing with my calculations. First and five from the 37 for Mays South. they got a little room. We might see the ball up in the air. We haven't seen it up this drive yet, this possession. Back to pass. And tipped. the ball was tipped, and I Big think it pick. was intercepted. It was picked. Well, again, there's that old tip play. Everyone, I don't know how many years people go, I don't get it why you run those. And that ball was tipped in the air and caught before it hit the ground by the Panthers. Roman Roman Bowden on the interception. That was I, I don't I didn't see who hit the ball, but they hit the and like you said, it's the old tip drill. And man, he caught it, hands underneath it, and good play. Good play by Bowden. So two turnovers in the last two possessions for May South. Got a new quarterback, Panthers, Braxton Clark. So this is the number two's in with four minutes left. Clark cuts it upfield, still on his feet, running hard. Gets Oh, I'm going to say he gets eight, eight yards on first down. Yeah, good to see uh, Derby moving some twos into this. Uh, as we said, you're at the part of the season you want. You want these kids game ready, but. They're also at a part of the season you don't want to see anybody get hurt. You know, it looks it looks like the starting offense is still in the game. They're just giving Clark some reps. Well, Hubbard's back there with him, but it, but the numbers are pretty much the same. Giving him some reps with the with the number ones. Hubbard, big hole, still on his feet inside the ten, down close to the five. Good run by. Hubbard. Well, Derek took the ball that time and just picked up good yardage and then knocked a guy over, spun out. I mean, you know, this is a kid that 
He wants to play football, and he's the future of the Panthers as well. So, you know, how nice is it that you see your two skilled guys in the game behind your starting offensive line? Well, I know that uh, Hubbard just – he took it from from uh, Clark. I mean, it was a great, great read, great, great job. Clark, and he's going to get thrown. That's, that's the first time I've seen that young man thrown for a loss in – the games he's played this year. Well, he, he faked the ball to Hubbard and then tried to scamper around the, the far sideline, and May South uh, had a guy waiting <coughs> on him. Well, it's going to be second goal from the 15. Clock moving, 240 left. Panthers lead 48-7. to seven. Again, all they need out of tonight's game is a 13-point win. Back to pass. Caught and dropped. In his hands and dropped. It was Jalen Rose, I believe, that dropped that ball. Well, and, and unfortunately, the ball was thrown pretty well, but I think uh, he was going to try and catch the ball and run with it before he had it. And that's a, a cardinal sin for a receiver. That's all right. It's going to be third down. This has got to be four down territory, so Panthers need to pick up something. And coming into the game is Brame. He's 6'4", 215. He's, he's one of our tight ends. Just a sophomore. And he is just a sophomore. Back to pass goes Clark. And the penalty marker had to throw that. Well, two of them came down, and that was a mugging in the end zone. I watched Clark throw in the coverage, and I'm like, hey, maybe. And then our guy was mugged. Yeah, it looked like it was Nathan Keener or Nathaniel Keener on the attempted play, but he was he was hit in the end zone. Oh, they're calling yeah, holding whatever call you want to holding. call it, but he was mugged. Yeah. I think it's automatic first no, it's third down again. They they give him half the distance to the goal, so that gets it about back where it was when when they had a first down. Forty eight seven, two twenty to go. Clark. Clark, he's going to push his way down close to the goal line. I thought that should, maybe maybe this is different in high school. I thought it should have been a first down, but evidently not. It's going to be fourth and a couple yards. Three. Looks like fourth and a couple, maybe three. They always like to mess with us because they always have the down markers on the other side of the field from us. You know, Derby last week, uh, and the first time I think they've done it this year, Derby went to the digital uh, down marker where we could see it easier. Yeah, it's Der- Derby getting up into the 20, 21st century. Again, they give it to Hubbard, and he gets hit and dropped. For They're going to turn the ball over to May South at the five-yard line. A couple more scores, Doyle uh, South now. They were down, but South now back up on Southeast, 22 to 19. Salina Central, 41. Goddard, 21. East all over North, 50 to zero. Wow. Wow. East. East there's no. East kind of up and down this year. They've been uh, really good and really bad at times. Haven't seen anything from Northwest. I figure they. I don't don't remember who they're playing, but I figure they'll put 75-80 up on them. Panthers have pulled some some of their defensive starters out now as well. Not all of them, but 
and they give it straight ahead. It's, I'm going to guess bigly. I can't really pick up a number, but I'm going to guess. Odin is in on the tackle on the play, and you know, you're starting. You're, you're going to start seeing some in, some out here. Yeah, we've still got. I mean, we've still got our linebacker. Bowden's still in the game. Miles Wash is still in the game. Uh, so we've got we've got some. I think Samuel Same is still in the game. But we've got a mixture of uh, starters and, and twos. Again, straight ahead. Panthers stopped that one up after maybe a yard. It's going to be third and probably seven with 45. Five seconds left in the third quarter, and Panthers still leading 48-7. Now, if May South doesn't do something here, they're going to be punting from deep in their own end zone. Again, it seems like that most of the evening after the first quarter, at least the last two and a half quarters, have been played in May South territory. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of like you that May South's future is is ahead of them. It's going to be a, a bright one because they, they're playing a whole bunch of uh, underclassmen. Back to pass, out in the flat, and it's incomplete, so Panthers are going to get the ball back. Well, they, they, what happened was, again, Panthers brought more than Mays South could block, and it forced him to throw the ball very quickly, so good good defensive strategy by Derby. So, I'm yeah, Bigley is the punter, and he's standing back in deep punt formation, so now they're bringing in the rest of their special team. Uh, keep in mind, I mean, he's going to be uh, well into his end zone to kick this. He's had to pull down a couple of really high snaps tonight. Well, back deep is Hubbard along with Baker. <laughs> One step back and it's going to be a safety. Yeah, they're it's nice high punt's going to be. Oh, it hits Baker. The ball's loose and Mays has it. Yeah, May, uh, just a, a silly mistake by the Panthers. I mean, Ball was kicked up high. You're going to get the ball. Really, you'd have had the ball at the May South 40. Instead, we let it hit us and, and get away, and uh, May South recovers. Well, that, yeah, that they should have just they should have been hauling Peter. Peter, I think that's the that's the signal to get the heck get get the heck away from the ball, but uh, evidently not. So anyway, Panthers lead 48 to seven. That ends the third quarter. We're getting ready to go into the fourth quarter. Of this Panther football. On Live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM, your home for Panther football. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. From the day you spot the house, the one you've dreamed about, until the day you make it yours, there are a lot of steps along the way. The experienced loan experts at Fidelity Bank are local, and have helped thousands of people throughout the Wichita area become homeowners. At Fidelity, we believe the process should be as comfortable as home. So when you need a mortgage, let's talk. To learn more, visit fidelitybank.com slash homeloans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at alive105kdkq.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. 
on a little bit of an option play. Panthers played that very well. I think they picked up a yard and a half, maybe two on first down. Yeah, a very slow developing option play, and that's uh, that's the thing Panthers will eat you up on. Uh, they forced it clear to the far sideline and very little gain. Bickley's kind of limping off a little bit. He may be hurt worse than what he's letting on. Very, very nice, nice built young man, and he's he's not small. He's he's pretty good sized, and you know there's no telling somebody what it could be. Could be a pulled muscle, could be an, an ankle. Who knows? I hope it's nothing serious, though. Hope we see him in the game later. Timeout, May South. May South is taking a timeout just into the fourth quarter. They trail 48-7. Kevin, uh, Panthers, uh, you know, they made a couple of mistakes tonight, but, they, you know, they've had a, had a couple of turnovers, too, in this second half. Well, and, I, and I'm looking down at Bigley, and he looks like he's trying to get himself back in. I'm not so sure he's not having some cramping a little bit. I mean, I, I watch how he's walking, and, and you know, and he's a tough kid. I, I, and he's just a junior, but, uh, you know, these are the kind of, boy, in the olden days, how, what would you do to have a fullback like him that works downhill and have a tailback behind him like a Dylan Edwards? Well, I, I think he's trying to sneak his way. Now they, now they got him they got him coming back to the sideline. I, I thought maybe he's going to sneak in there. Now Manhattan now 58 to nothing over Lansing. Capon and St. James, what a Donnybrook there, 21 all. Wow. There's some good games tonight. Second and eight. Ball on the 45-yard line. Snap is high. Ball's on the ground. And it's on the ground, and, of course, the Panthers are immediately signaling. And it's Derby they ball. It, and they do have it. Yeah, that was a, it was a high snap, and we, he was trying to get the get a grip on it. He just went to the ground. Panthers were right there, so uh, one turnover turns into an opposite turnover. Panthers really made South had several turnovers tonight, Doyle. Yeah, there's been turnovers by both teams tonight. Panthers have been probably the recipient, the better the better part of that. I think this is the third turnover Panthers have picked off, maybe four. Just a pass out in the flat from Clark to I can't really pick up the the individual's number. I think it was Keener. Rose. Was it Rose? Yeah, Rose. Rose got up second. So it's picked up about three, maybe four on first down. Clock moving, 10 minutes to go in the ball game. Panthers lead 48-7. They're on the May's 37-yard, May South 37-yard line. Give it to Hubbard. He's going to get a first down or, or real close to one. It looks like now Mays 34, Hutch 13, Newton. <laughs> Again, this may be a tougher game than we think next week. Newton 42, Campus 6. Well, Mill Valley got, 16, Olathe North 14. We've got a holding penalty, Panthers do, so that's going to move it back. Going to move it back, make it second, about 13, all the way back to the Mays 44. Uh, negates a nice first down. Rudy 
is the intended receiver, and it was dropped, so it's going to be third down and long. I think you're in four-down territory here regardless. Clark's throwing a pretty good ball so far tonight. And again, it's it's nice to get him some action with, you know, the starters. Back to pass. A little bit of a screen. Mays just read that like they they knew what it was from the start. Yeah, Panthers and that lose. might change whether you're in four-down territory, but you know, that's a play that Panthers have lived off for so many years is that little center middle screen and you know, the last uh, few weeks, teams have uh, really sniffed that play out. Yeah, they lost an additional probably, I'm going to guess, an additional five yards on that play. Yeah, it did. It turned it into a punting situation now. Cooper will be the punter. He's standing on his own 39. Panthers are missing one guy, it looks like. They're they're fixing to get another. Yeah, they're no, they got a guy coming on late, and that's yeah. not going to get Delight. it. It's going to be five yards. Which probably, you know, in that situation, Cooper's got a pretty good leg. You know, the five-yard penalty isn't a big deal. But more importantly, as we say every week, you're wanting to get better and better. Having a guy not out for punt team uh, could kill you later in the season. Good snap. High spiral. Going to be fair caught. And it's ball dropped. dropped. Free ball. Panthers, free I think, ball. have it. Looks like the Panthers have it. We'll wait and see. And they and do. They do. So another turnover by May South on a, on a muffed punt. Well, you know, the wind's picked up. Uh, if you look, it's, it's picked up. Maybe that's affecting, maybe that's affecting these punts and obviously affecting the receivers. I didn't notice that, but the wind has picked up. So Panthers back on the field. <laughs> Just a lot of turnovers by May South tonight. Again, it looks like except for the quarterback and the tailback, we're looking at pretty much starters. Clark kind of weaves his way in down close to the 20. He's turned over the ball. And it looks like the ball's on the ground. I think Derby's going to retain possession. Yeah, he's going to pick up, it looks like seven or eight. Yeah, probably seven on first down. Nine minutes to go. Panthers lead 48-7. We are in the fourth quarter. Panthers have it after a dropped punt. Hubbard finds a hole. And, man, that was a touchdown-saving <laughs> trip yeah. or he scores yeah he it looked like he was going to take it to the house i couldn't tell whether he had a had a turf monster get him or whether somebody reached out and just grabbed him by the shoestrings but uh hubbard goes down but not until he picks up a first down gonna be first and goal inside the 10 white hat's gonna need shoulder surgery after that trying to get him to wind the clock yeah the you can, as you can see, the, the wind has really it picked, definitely up. picked back up. Hubbard gets to the outside, and Mays kind of they set the edge real good. He had nowhere to go. 
he tried to cut it back to the inside, but they, the backside pursuit took care of business. So it's going to be second down from about the same spot. I credit Hubbard for not losing yardage on the play. 48-7 here with the clock moving, eight minutes left. Yeah, it's really strange to win because everyone said that at 7 o'clock it had died, and it did, but it uh, didn't say anything about it picking back up. Back to pass goes Braxton. And he started to throw it and pulled it down, and boom. Well, sometimes it's better to take a sack than throw a ball that uh, is ill-advised, so... Uh, Oh, Olathe North now up on Mill Valley, 20 to 16. That's, That's a Mill odd. Valley team we've talked about is pretty salty. Yeah, they're pretty salty. So Panthers third down and a half mile. Clark again keeps it, gets inside the 10 back to the seven. It's fourth down, and I, I'm thinking maybe we might see the uh, field goal team come, and maybe not with the wind. He'll be kicking right into the wind. Yeah, those are those tough calls as a coach. I mean, the game's well in hand, and you, you want to see some success running the football or passing, but then again, it's nice to see your field goal kicker get a, get a few uh, extra plays. Fourth down and goal. Panthers showing motion. Brown and Rudy. Now Rudy. And we've got a, another penalty. Procedure against Panthers. One of, one of our tackles moved too quick. Now make the, no, it wasn't our tackle. It was our center. Let's well, see. Those are the other things that you know. As you get late in the season, you just want to clean up the the, the senseless penalties. Yep, absolutely. Fourth down and goal from about the thirteen. Again, back to pass, Clark. And he gets tackled for another loss. So Mays is going to get the football. While, while we got a minute, let me give a shout-out to our game night sponsors, Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai Mexican Restaurant and Derby Overhead. We thank these sponsors. Without them, we cannot bring you Friday Night Football. Again, handoff to Bigley. And he runs hard and picks up, well, gets right, just right back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Derby's got several. And now and I, you know, one of our guys came running onto the field in the last second. You know, it really didn't hurt us. He just came on the field and just charged right into the backfield. Maybe that's a new strategy. We got to talk to Coach Weedrick about that one. Anyway, picked up maybe a half yard on first down. Wholesale changes on the defense. Absolutely wholesale. Back to pass. Got a man open. 
good good defensive play out there. I think the young man felt like he should have intercepted it. That was good defense by Corey Spears. Yeah, very good defense. He was running with his guy, put his hands up, and uh, was able to knock it to the ground. Corey's a 5'9", 140-pound junior. That was a good play. He did. He played it like you're taught. You know, I mean, he looked back for the football and uh, was able to knock it away. So good job, Corey Spears. Third down and 10. Back pass. Now he reverses his field, but he's still going to pass. Got a man open. And again, Panthers are going to get the ball back. That was an incomplete pass. Again, out there on the defense is Spears. Yeah, that was just a, again, a pretty well-played uh, defensive series for Derby. I thought there was a flag down, but it looks like a hot dog wrapper blowing across the field. <laughs> it's to, It was to the other side. You know how dark it is. I know it. I know it. I know it. I saw it, too. Maybe. <laughs> Five minutes to go in the ball game. Panthers lead by 41. They're going to, looks like they're going to advance to five and two. High end over end. Panthers just let it go. Going to roll back inside the 40 and be stopped there at about the 38. That's where the Panthers will have it. First and 10 from their own 38. Well, you know, Coach DeVore on that one gambled. He said, we're not going to muff this one. He didn't say anyone back for it. He just he just didn't have anyone near it. Uh, and May South, again, this wind has definitely picked up. It's out of the north now, um, blowing pretty good. Well, I, I guess, you know, when I first got here, I thought, well, maybe you overdressed, but I think I'm right spot on now with that wind out of the north. I think it's going to be a little bit cooler than when we got here. <clears throat> That's that time of year. First and 10 Panthers. Pitch. Oh, Hubbard just got lit up after picking up about three, about three on first down. Yeah, he uh, tried to get to the edge, and uh, about the time he decided to square his shoulder pads, he was lit up. You know, both those running backs, Hubbard and Edwards, you know, they're not the biggest guys. But, you know, they can take a hit. I mean, he, he got he got lit up. He just popped right back up. <clears throat> and Edwards is the same way. Caught out in the flat. Flags down immediately. It's going to be a first down. I don't see who threw the flag, but it was on the it was the side judge uh, over over. Uh, so let's see what that call is. Well, that's a good, good pass. Illegal formation. Wow. Well, the last this last quarter has been a little, you know, full of mistakes for both teams. It's mistakes and penalties. Yeah, but probably, Panthers probably one of those side judges there sitting there looking right down the uh, play. And Derby has a lot of times, you know, we're, we got three guys out, four guys. You got to be off. Uh, somebody's going to be off. Yeah, it looks like second and 14, under four minutes. They hand it off. Nice hole by Hubbard. Going to get a first down and still on his feet. 30. Got one man to beat. 
touchdown Panthers. Well, nice run by Derek Hubbard. Derek made a great run and duel. More importantly, I, I'm sure you saw it too at about the 20. He, he kind of stumbled and got out of it. He gave a little hesitation to the Salina South guy and threw him off and he turned the Jets back on and he took it in. But nice run by Derek Hubbard. Absolutely. Now it's 54 to 7 and I, I'm not sure if that wouldn't start a running clock. Because that will be a 45-plus extra point is good. So it's 55 to 7. So that's a, uh, oh, it looks like 48-point lead. So that may predicate the the rule for running clock. We will see. It should. Uh, Doyle, uh, Lawrence Free State now 28, Lawrence 14. Free State, wow. Man. Sign of Central 47, Goddard 35. So Goddard trying to claw their way back in the game. Oh, it's a it's a commercial. I thought he was going to be talking about the uh, running clock, but I guess we'll see, <laughs> Kevin. 55-7 here. Panthers accomplished, I think, what they wanted to accomplish. Uh, and that was a good win tonight going into their uh, last regular season home game next week. And we play Newton. And I, from the last last I seen, Newton doing pretty well against campus. Yeah, they were kind of putting it on campus. And you know Coach Slade, he, he's another one of those guys that he'll throw the kitchen sink at you when he plays. And, you know, he's, he's a guy that coached years ago in Derby and then, Went to Rose Hill campus, went up in the Kansas City area. He's been a lot of places, but uh, guarantee you it'd make his career if he could come in and knock one off on Derby. Yes, it would. Coach Slade's a good guy. Jessup, he's kicking into the wind, so he kind of pooched it. It's caught at about, fair caught at about the 20-yard line. I kind of kind of chuckled. The slide of South guy caught the ball and started dancing around and pointing to like the Derby guys, like, "Hey, don't hit me! I I, I fair caught that." Yeah, that that's been their strategy this whole game. And yes, it looks like the clock is running. Well, St. James now uh, up on Cape and twenty eight twenty one. You know, this is a Cape and team that came into the season highly touted. And I still think they've got some really good players. That may be a team to watch in postseason. Yeah, you yeah, you can't take them lightly. That's for sure. Weston Shorts is a is a a good high school football coach. And they give the ball straight ahead. I think maybe. I think maybe in Weston shirts, I, I'm not, sh I'm not sure, but I think the one thing that's eluded him in his high school coaching career is a state championship. Yeah, and then he's had a couple of teams that, uh, you know, uh, you, you and I remember one from way back in the '90s with uh, when he was coaching at West that, uh, you know, he had some really good teams. He just had the misfortune he had to play Derby. Yeah, that was yeah, they had to but play. He's, Derby. He had good teams at Northwest. I mean, they, they, the guys had some. Phenomenal success in Kansas. And we've got another handoff. Panthers played that one. That was a great job by our linebacker. That was Lucas Gifford. What a good play by Lucas. That was about a five-yard loss. 
Well, I've seen Gifford play in a couple JV games, and and uh, I like this young man. Well, they, oh, I guess he's he's. I thought he was an LB, but he's he's one of the down linemen, and he just shot through a gap and made a really good play on the running back. And he's a sophomore, so that's that that's going to bode well. And quarterback is being chased. Panthers are chasing him, and he wow, he threw a football right in the right in a big crowd of people. It looks like he completed it. I think it's now fourth down and maybe ten. That was a, that was a good a good play by the quarterback. Well, remember, Derby fans, if if you if you got a loved one or someone that's missed tonight's ball game. They can listen to these anytime on one of our podcasts on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite uh, podcast event. You know, you can still listen to these games. Go on clear back 2019. Wow. Shoot. If you need an afternoon of, of football, just there you go. Ball's dropped. I think it was, yes, it was picked up. Panthers retained possession. That would have been, uh, we were lucky to retain possession. That would have been the uh, second muffed punt. Dole, I, don't, I think that's going to end the that's ball it. game. I don't that, think we'll see another play. Yeah, Coach is not even going to attempt to run another play. Panthers are going to win 55-7. And uh, they're running on the field, but I the, the, the 25 second clock hasn't started yet, so. Well, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's and and again, they're they're you know neither team they both know the outcome of it. That when we went to the running clock, there was no question. And you know, Derby Derby gets out of here with a win. And Doyle, more importantly, I didn't see any injuries right. on either team. But you know, Derby uh, is not in a position that we can really afford to have any right now. Well, you know, Mays give up 55. But, you know, they battled hard. They had some turnovers. Uh, you know, both teams had turnovers. But, uh, you know, Mays battled, even though they were behind by quite a, quite a lot. Uh, uh, they, they kept getting after it. They didn't quit. And, that, and they're a young team. You know, that, that's, uh, that's, that's the big deal. They are a young team. And because they're a young team, their future is bright. Well, Coach, Coach Clark told us that midweek. When we talked to him, we go, you know, we always look at him and go, what do you really think, Coach? And, he goes, man, he goes, I'll tell you what, they're a year or two away. And he goes, they're young. And you know, before, before he kind of walked away, he reminded us again that, uh, that there is a, a still a young team. And, uh, you know, next year's uh, a new season, they got a quarterback that, uh, as we saw as a sophomore, and he's pretty phenomenal. Yes, he's pretty good. And he's going to be way better this time in his senior year. There's no doubt about that. Well, Panthers, again, they win this one 55-7. Uh, uh, and, and and I'm glad they did it. They they can build some momentum. We're going into the playoffs, into the season playoffs, so they can build some momentum. And uh, we'll be playing Newton next week at home. This is Panther football on live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM. We'll be back. From the Kendrick Brothers, creators of War Room and Fireproof comes Life Mark. 
When David Colton's birth mother unexpectedly reaches out, it leads to a staggering truth from his past. Always wondered if my biological parents think about me. She loved you, and I'm so glad that she made the choice that she did. Inspired by a true story, Life Mark, starring Kirk Cameron and Alex Kendrick. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Theater and ticket information is available at lifemarkmovie.com. Now showing at the Derby Plaza Theater. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artists. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on Worship. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Hi, this is Mark Winston, station manager for KDKQ Alive 105. Are you a business owner? Are you looking for a new way to promote your product or service? Why not try the effective promotion power of radio? Christian Radio has some of the most loyal listeners, and they like to support area businesses that advertise on Christian Radio. Alive 105 is 100% local community radio with a positive message. We're here to support local business to help get the word out about your product and services. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on Alive 105 and about our underwriting opportunities for as low as $1.05 a day, ask for Mark at 681-1112. That's 681-1112. We look forward to hearing from you. Positively uplifting. Alive 105. I'm Shawn Michaels, your host every weekend for two hours of classic Christian hits. Each week, we'll relive the biggest and most familiar classics from contemporary Christian music's era of rapid growth. Christian Music Rewind also gets listeners behind the scenes with plenty of artist interviews. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Well, we're back in Mays where the Panthers uh, went to 5-2 and two by beating the Mays South Mavericks 55-7 in a game that, you know, Derby kind of dominated, but it got a little sloppy in the fourth quarter. But, you know, you had number twos and so forth in the, in the ball game. But, uh, you know, both teams battled hard, and uh, it was a good game to watch. Oh, no, without question, it was a good game to watch. A good game that uh, you know the defense has to feel pretty good that uh, after the first couple series they made the adjustments and played well. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get that into our end of the game stats for tonight. First downs uh, big in favor for the Panthers, twenty-three to fifteen. Rushing yards again, where Derby really flexed its muscle. Thirty-seven totes for three hundred and twenty-eight yards while holding May South to 33 attempts for just 76 yards. Wow, good good, good effort by our run defense, for sure. Brock Zerger had a good night, 7 for 14, 121 yards. For May South, 12 for 25 with an interception for just 100 yards. 
that that that's surprise that's surprising uh uh that young man for for may south he come in with some pretty good credentials at quarterback and that was good for the panthers to hold him that low well 54 plays on the evening for the panthers 464 total yards for may south 61 plays on the evening for 202 yards so again panthers uh won that battle turnovers as we mentioned uh may south three derby one third down conversions always tells you what's going on may south seven for 15 tells you how many times they ended up in third and long situations so well yes good again good good job by our defense after they got things started they they really really went to town individual stats for the night uh, brock zerger six for nine for 130 yards Braxton Clark, one for five for six yards. On the receiving end, uh, had a couple Panthers with some nice uh, evenings. Colt Rudy, three catches for 59. Nathan Keener, one for 46. Trayvon Rose, two catches for 15. And Caleb Brown, one catch for one. Again, uh, 130 yards for Brock Zerger on the night, six for nine. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good night for Brock. He he threw some really good balls tonight. I I thought maybe he might have, you know, it, he didn't have a lot of completions, but he didn't throw a lot. But I'm, I'm telling you, he hit his guys probably as good as he's done all year tonight. In the rushing department, Dylan Edwards again, pretty good night. Twelve rushes, 144 yards. Brock Zerger, ten rushes for 107. Derek Hubbard late into the ball game, eight carries for 92. Braxton Clark, two carries for 12. You know, so again, nice night uh, running the football for the Panthers. 464 total yards for the Panthers tonight. But again, the uh, the one stat we just love to hear: Derby 55, <clears throat> May South 7. Yep. Again, they will improve to five and two. We'll play at home. We'll play Newton next week at Derby, and uh, that'll be the last game of the regular season. So. Panthers win tonight. They win big, and uh, I think that's probably what they wanted to accomplish at, at tonight's ball game. This has been Panther Football on a live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. Your home for Panther football. Thanks for listening.